jokes. Let me break off a piece of this joke on that old guy over there. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to record on my end. I'm recording on my end. I'm recording my end. Your butt? Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Every time like we're just having this. a deep conversation, we're getting into the nuances of revolution, and then every time it's Zach's turn to talk, it's just... It's just rip, ripping a wet one. Just ripping Rogers. Some, yeah. some, some days when I talk, I feel like that's all that's coming out. <laughs> Same for me, too. And sometimes, yeah. I fucking, sometimes I rip one and I wonder if it's audible, but I don't think. Yeah, I did listen to one of our episodes and my peeing is always audible. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I didn't notice that. I've never yeah. had either. So that's, you know, that's on me. No, well, now, it's, now it's different because my, re- my recording place is it right next to uh, man we really through the pandemic we've released some fucking episodes <laughs> some epipens some episodes drop Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends with better friends who love professional wrestling. I'm Derek. My name is Matt. Hello. I'm Isai. I'm I'm lipstick lesbian. I mean, I'm Zach. Tight. I'm a butch. Butch yeah. is here. I, I, I tweeted. You, I texted y'all last night that like you know Mark Andrews when he debuts is going to be Twink, but I think that uh, Flash Morgan Webster actually will be lipstick lesbian. <laughs> I hope that as the time, pretty much just like um, subculture, just with Pete Dunn. Okay, <laughs> that's yeah. cool. Subculture rocks. Yeah, I, it'll be I, the gay subculture. I do hope that when, as you hear this episode, that Butch is only getting stronger and stronger in, at SmackDown, and I hope that that reigns supreme. Yeah, uh, you know over... what? Um, yeah, I was gonna say, um, you know, there, there's way worse name changes that have happened. Yeah, and... recently even. Yeah, and so you know what? With this one, and with his debut, and how it went down, um, you you almost have to chalk this up as a win because mm-hmm. I mean, hell, look at Carrying Cross. He had the weird little gladiator shit and lost his girl, his smoke, his cool entrance. Lost to Jeff Hardy. Yeah, and a cool just, helmet. Like, Got a real cool helmet and then was fired. So, um, Butch showing up like this. Um, and they, I will say, like, like in canon, the way that Seamus and Ridge explained it was hey, he goes by a different name, but we've always known him as his nickname, Butch. Mm. Which, I, mean, I, just, according, I just, according to my British friend, exactly. is like, is like in like Cockney slang or whatever, it's like a friend of like your dad's who's like kind of shady and may or may not have murdered somebody. So yeah. like they probably were like, okay, this is cool, but they didn't think about the other stuff. Yeah. yeah. 
not at all. It's also a, it's a cool name. It is a cool name. You get your fucking especially stylized in all caps, Butch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You if you come up against somebody with just a single all caps name Butch, you're getting your fucking ass beat. No question. Hell yeah, absolutely. It's very Green Street Hooligans. Like Mm. they feel like a soccer team that would also kill you. I just I just love that. Like in kayfabe recently, it, it was established that Seamus and Ridge Holland like just met. (laughs) <laughs> um and they're like we've always known that this guy is this like did you know him separately like it's not yeah. a big island did he bring you together yeah may- maybe maybe just throughout everything because i mean pete dunn and ridge would have at least a little bit of history that you can go back and see with like nxt and also being like pat mcafee guys mm-hmm. um but maybe it's just like they've just known of him by and like separately. I've had friends that are like, "Oh, I know you," and then you also know this other person. That's actually like, you know almost every episode of this podcast. At some point, we talk about someone. Yeah. That all four of us. Well, know. That's actually that's how this podcast started was also, us yes. knowing other people that we then knew and then started talking wrestling very, with. Very true. Um, also, we talked about Bush. We should say. Uh, uh, happy that Biggie is alive and happy that he doesn't. Uh, surgery. We, we should probably explain what's happening. <laughs> Biggie um, broke his neck. Yeah, he broke his, frig- he broke his oh, well, friggin' neck. Yes, he didn't. He fractured it. Speaking of uh, of Ridge Holland, Ridge Holland was giving him an over the head belly to belly. Something went wrong with it. No, I'm not, nobody's talking shit about Ridge. Yeah, I, I know he went and visited Biggie in the hospital, but Biggie landed right on the top of his head. right on the stack mm-hmm. of dimes. Fractured two vertebrae. Luckily, no, no other damage. Still has feeling. Still has like movement. Um, probably scary for a moment. Um, probably still kind of scary, like having a broken neck. Yeah. But he is the most positive fucking person in the world. We do not deserve Biggie. Like the videos mm-hmm. he released. Um, since then, have we're just. Uh, I, I I even go to say inspiring. Like I would say so just, too. Mm. He's just a, a good dude, and then the response that. All the other wrestlers and fans, uh, no matter the three letters that are attached to their name, um, like for Big E, it was always really cool. And I think sometimes in wrestling, we need those like coming together moments. And I wish it wasn't just on injuries and shit like that, because there's so much discourse and bullshit. Mm-hmm. So seeing like like somebody so universally loved like Big E and seeing how like it just brought like kind of wrestling, especially like wrestling Twitter kind of together. Wild. And it's and, true too. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. I was well, say, and I think we just need, all need to be a little more like E. Well, and that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. And it, it's a good reminder that like the people you love watching in this sport that we love watching and obviously talking about weekly uh, in a flash, they could be done. You know, I mean, their career could be done. Worst case scenario, something worse could happen. And like, uh, it's just a good also reminder to 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 cherish that uh, we live in a, a wild ass time to, of amazing pro wrestling and these performers put so much on the line for our goddamn entertainment. Mm-hmm. And it's just yeah. uh, it's nice to it's it's easy to nitpick about wrestling and stuff too. But at the end of the day, we really these people put it all out there for us, and it's it is so cool to see that love come back to them when when something really scary happens. Yeah, yeah. Rich Holland should just stay away from debuts. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. And again, I I feel like you hear it so often that. In the in this world, like that shit do, does happen. This is like a strike two for Ridge Holland, but like, um, you know, it, accidents happen and just learn and don't drop anyone on that stack of dimes they call a neck. Yep. Um, I hope what this does for Biggie is like 
when he is healthy and able to come back that he gets the the title run that he deserves. Sometimes yeah. sometimes it takes something fucking awful, wild happening in real life for Vince to be like, oh, people like him. Oh, he's, he's, people really like him. This is good. Yep. Let's yeah. break his neck again. Let's break more of his body. But that's actually not what we're here to talk about today, is no, it? No. No. Today, uh, we're not talking about... Uh, well, you haven't even Butch. heard our, our NXT episodes, what? but we are going to talk about uh, NXT Revolution. Oh, I mean, AEW Revolution. Um, no, 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 you're right. Yeah, whether that was intentional oh. or not. No, it was definitely <laughs> intentional, <laughs> except uh, the women's division in, uh, in NXT was much better than this. Um, well, it we might will, still we will get. It I might have... still be, and that's pretty rough to say. <laughs> I've got some I've got some thoughts that I've never expressed on the show before when we get into this. Um, but let's yeah, AEW Revolution, big, big, big show. Uh he wasn't well, there, he's but, probably playing Destiny, he's probably playing that Witch Queen DLC that just came out. There's some cool stuff. There was some whatever stuff, but um I thought it top to bottom, I had a fucking blast and a half, I will say. Yeah, like the the show kind of just felt like it had a uh, you know there's just a big old big old big old feeling event and it which I don't typically think of like I, I don't I guess I haven't fully familiarized myself or maybe AEW just hasn't been around long enough to really solidify the idea of like what are their big four or five a year? Well, you know, they only have four pay per views. They only have four, so it's all, it's all the pay per views. They really only have four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they just have a lot of things all shows. out. Revolution and full gear. I think yeah, full that's gear true. They just like the yeah, that's, that's true. Like they just the, do a lot of like weird Wednesday, like bash at the beach episode or like yeah. Halloween hat. It's just there. I got gotcha. you. You're, you're yeah. literally naming the NXT ones. But. <laughs> they're the fucking same. No, what was the beach yeah, like, break? Beach break. Beach break. Beach break in Ohio. It was in Cleveland. But what were you gonna <laughs> say about full gear? You say? I think full gears. I think the lowest one. But I it's also all- the hangman one. Yeah, it's it's also the lowest one. Yeah, because usually, usually, um, it seems like the one that's in Chicago is like the that's like all out is like the supposed to be. I think the big one because that's where like it all started. And then yeah. Double or Nothing too, I think is supposed to be like really big. Because Double or Nothing was the first like AEW AEW one because it was yeah. all in and then Double or Nothing. Yeah, so. and so Revolution and. Um, Full gear, kind of the ones that came after. So, if we want to go timeline, I guess it would be that. So, yeah, yeah for like a, a show that you know is a big, a big, uh, a big pay per view, I thought it delivered. I mean, I uh, instead of like trying to scam my way into a log, and I paid fifty dollars, and I'm not mad about it. Same, actually. This is the first <laughs> one I've actually paid for ever, it, and it was so. all out of laziness. We should have shared it, but oh well, mm. <laughs> oh well. I I, watched, I, I, uh, I tried to watch it illegally and they shut me down and so I was like fine I'll give you money. <laughs> I found a good one for with the nefarious means. No, I, I totally bought it too. Wink, 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 wink. Yeah, I bought it with all my money. <laughs> wink, 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 wink. Um, Legal tender exchange for goods and services. My USD. <laughs> let's let's get into it. Let's talk about the buy-in. Missed okay. it. Uh, missed sorry. it completely. Well, wow, I but- missed one great match. Um, uh, it was a, it, it had people. Go, let's go through. Let's go. Through. Yeah, hit me. So, uh, Chris Statlander versus uh, Layla Hirsch. 
Legit Layla Hirsch. Who is strong um, as fuck. How is Chris Statlander supposed to be the baby face in this feud when she's making fun I, of Layla for being adopted? I don't what? know. But <laughs> I've been wondering about this too. Also, like they like not even like they just like dropped the fact like she was like supposed to be an alien, like completely. Mm. Like it's just like, oh, she kind of looks like Spacey. That's about it. Yeah, yeah that's weird. I think she should come out like funny. speaking like a weird alien, just like they should or like, like Marvin the Martian. It. Yeah, um, that'd be When I was a little kid, I had a, a Marvin the Martian alarm clock that was um literally the most annoying thing ever created because his Marvin would Where's pop the out. boom? You know, he'd go, Wake up, Earthling, you don't have a light ear. Wake up, Earthling. You don't. That's all you would say over and over. Hell that yeah. clock would have been thrown at the wall. My mom destroyed it. Literally <laughs> d- destroyed it. I, I, I miss novelty alarm clocks, but that's for a different corner. That's a different corner of this show. Yeah. Um. So my notes are say uh, I'd call this match pretty good. Be good. Be good. And for a buy-in, that's really all you can ask for. By the way, my recording just died, so we're going off the Zoom audio, everyone. Zoom. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to stop this one. So That makes my other job so much easier. <laughs> okay. Customer but, support? Um, yeah, it was, um, it, was a, it, was a, it was a match. It happened. It wasn't offensive. People got into the, like, the falsies, so hey, you know what? Yeah. Did its job. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping uh, I mean, there were three women's matches on this card, so that's kind of something. I know. Yeah, I was. I was hoping that would bleed over. I was hoping that would bleed over into dynamite and ramp. Well, rampage. They treat different, but yeah. It we'll we'll so we'll, uh, we'll get into that too. Yeah, I have. I have some things. Um, QT Marshall versus Hook. Um, Hook one. Hook Whatever. one. I don't. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I've been sort of fucking ambivalent, and I've missed a lot of what the fuck everyone's freaking out about about Hook. And then I'm just assuming he's young and he's and he's attractive. Yep. Okay. Well, all right. Then I, never mind. I am caught up. I am he's, caught up. He's young. He's hot. He's got a good name. That's all and you he, need. And, he, and he's Taz's boy. That's yeah. true. And I and don't like QT Marshall. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about QT Marshall. And now, like they're like, like I since Cody left. I feel bad for all of the Cody guys. That's what I feel too. They're like, well, this is a nightmare factory. It's like, dude, your guy fucking bailed on you. Like, has Dustin been on TV since Cody left? I don't think uh, so. I don't, know. I don't think I don't so. Know. But I mean, I he guess he's on, probably on AEW Dark, Dark he's, Evolution. He's always kind of on and off and everything. Okay. Elevation. He's mostly training people and stuff, anyways. That's more his thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, it was. I mean, I, I it's a decent match. Yeah, it was a pre-show. It's the pre-show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then maybe one of the most fun um, I had: uh, Kings of the Black Throne versus Death Triangle with Eric Redbeard. Redbeard Bittner is back, baby. Yeah, he, I thought he looked really good, actually, like better than he has in a while. So. This yeah, is same. one of his best matches since the stairs match. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like one of my notes is all six of these guys are cool. I love all of them. They're all they really great. do seem like they like they would all hang out together. Except, <laughs> like in the except back. fucking except Buddy. He needs to get he needs to get tatted up. I I hate his fucking. I've always hated his fucking trunks. 
His stupid little weird like floppy cuts. Stop it. I like his floppy cuts. You leave him alone. You didn't no, even watch. Needs to, I watched needs, this yeah, match as the first match proper. No, this is still on the pre-show. Oh, I watched yeah, this one. Still, I watched this uh, one. Yeah. Buddy, buddy, listen to me. You piece of shit. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. But you're not. Hey, 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 you're like a good guy. I'm not your buddy the, guy. We've got the Kings of the Black Throne, Malachi Black, Brody King, and Buddy Matthews. <laughs> this is a that's buddy. just sick as fuck, though. Yeah, it's a different song. It's not Colin Young's song. I, I wish it was. Um, I wish they would have come up to the um, old uh, fucking Buddy Murphy and uh, Wesley Blake song. The fucking dubstep cowboy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, there was a point where Redbeard took everyone out. Classic, classic big boy move. Them. Uh, Brody did a cannonball senton, and that's scary. He's big. Mm. He's, he's big. It, he He's very, very big. And then, like, fucking Rowan's a bit bigger than him. Yeah. And, like, when you see, like, these, some of these fed guys that, like, Rowan was, like, pretty big, but he was never, like, like, oh, he's a giant. Like, oh, he's just a big dude. It's like in in WWE, and then he go over here. You're like, oh, yeah. Well, oh, they yeah. stuck Braun Strowman next to him, it made him look like <laughs> yeah. a normal dude. I always, I'm kind of of two minds when I see a big guy like Brody King do kind of big high flying stuff, where it's like it's fun because it. You're like, I don't expect to see that from someone that stature, but also you look at like big guys who who've flown, even big dudes like Vader who just did the Vader bomb. No disrespect, that fucking ruins your big boy body. I worry for big boys like that, but I love well, watching. And also, then you start a, getting into. Oh, go ahead. I listened to him on a podcast, and he's like, "Yeah, I I'm chilling out with that stuff. I'm not doing it as much because he like sometimes used to do straight up lucha because he yeah. trained. He like trained in lucha, and so like he so was just like, because you can doesn't mean the frame that God gave you wants to put a, up with that. It's basically what he said. He's like, I can do it, but I shouldn't if I want to keep going because he started old. He's like 34." Yeah, and he started when he was like thirty. I, I just think he's really cool, and you hate to see someone go out early because they're doing shit that makes everyone go like, oh, "I shouldn't watch people that big. Don't do that." Yeah, and th- then you start getting into the like mindset to like I know like I've seen this argument a lot on online, and it's almost like a Jim Cornette ass one where it's like, "Oh, well, if the big guys are doing this stuff, so what makes it special when the small guys do it now?" That's true too. That it's does more special because kinda... it looks cleaner. Like Brody. No, no, but no, uh, but even then though, it's like, oh, if like you know, Brody King can do a fucking like imploding four fifty when Mustafa Ali does the same thing. It's like, oh, what? Like, I guess that's kind of cool. Like this guy's way bigger and still did it. So is it that impressive? It starts like devolving into that mindset. But I think when you pick your spots and know when to do the cool stuff and when to bust it out, mm-hmm. then it, it ends up being super cool. It's kind of sure. like in, in WWE, there was a while where every fucking person did a suicide dive. So oh. I did not give a fuck about a dive. Like, no. like I don't care that like Tazawa, Samoa Joe, Seth Rollins, Ambrose, every fucking person did the exact same fucking suicide yeah, dive. The only person yeah, who I cared about was Samoa Joe's because it was different. He did a fucking mm, yeah, did a forearm in there, the elbows. And also, elbow. because like out of the guys doing it, he was the largest and like it's it looks impressive, and then so when Rollins is doing, you're like, "Cool, Your fucking Thanks. Ambrose." Thanks, Colby. Was 
so fucking bad back then. Barely, <laughs> agree, barely agree. shove. Just shove you. Um, let's Brother get into the, the the oh House of Black one. Uh, they Good had match. to use the mist. They can't like, and, get, and fucking the job done. took two black masses. Yeah, he's got, he's got a strong jaw. It's the beard. Yeah, was the first kick was to to break down the shield defense of the beard. The second yep. one was full chin. Yep. Shield. Um. Then we got the show proper: Jericho versus right. Kingston. Um. I haven't liked a Jericho match in a long time. I was thoroughly entertained. Yep. Yep. He brought it out. Kingston brought it out of Jericho. Jericho brought it out of Kingston. Fucking loved it. Like, I love Eddie Kingston. He's not. He's not. He's Say not. It. He's not great in the ring. He's, but he's a brawler, and that's fun to watch. So he and does what he needs to do. He fun gets to it watch done against Jericho. Um, yeah, I was curious about that too because I was like, uh, truly, Eddie is not somebody you go to to watch a, a technical clinic. But Jericho is somebody that, depending on Jericho's so. Uh, such a vet that he's adaptable to like any style that he's wrestling with. So I was curious to see what this, cause Jericho's also been like trying to, you know, he's been playing with that brawler gimmick since he's been basically yeah, since he got the Judas event nineties, all Japan match. <laughs> but I was going to say, yeah. they just, yeah, which they is, just brought it out of each other, which is Eddie's thing. Yeah. Yeah. No. And you could tell this, this was like Jericho being like, I can do any style you want. Let's go. And Jericho's also looking cut, dude. Jericho mm-hmm. looks like he's doing that thing where he's like, you I know, think he like, quit drinking. I think that's the thing, dude. Or I think like, that's it. I think he did either the that or like at least he isn't even like, or maybe just not drinking a bottle of fucking Tito's every night. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, because yeah. yeah, he just he just is crazy with not drinking alcohol. Dude's does to you, but also, yeah. I mean, he was he for a while, Deuce. and not. I'm 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 very like sensitive to fucking like uh, give props to Jericho because he's all he's he teeters that line of someone I just cannot defend, but also yeah, like teeters teeters it. He teeters it, dude. Because, yeah. But, like, he's also, you know, he was spending so much time pulling double and, duty between wrestling and being on the road with his fucking rock and roll band, dude. Yeah. So, and, like. And uh, being in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. Or his wife, you know, supporting his spouse who was. But, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. He was looking cut. He was looking trim. They had a great match. It opened the night well. Loved mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Crowd loved it. Yep. Uh, Eddie, Eddie got the win. He got the big one. He got the fucking big one, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Then, then we got uh, the young. And Bucks. then Jericho did oh. not shake his. That's true. Hand. He I did promised he fucking down. would. Yeah. He promised he would. And then well, didn't well, he come out on dynamite and say sorry? Yeah. I didn't shake yeah, your hand. The, that's it. And then it was nope, really good. So then the the follow up on that was um, on dynamite. He comes out like I need to shake your hand. Blah blah blah. So they shook hands. Then two point and Daniel Garcia come out. Uh, kind of pushed Jericho down and then beat the shit out of Kingston. And then it turns out Jericho's with them. Hager comes out with them. They are the Jericho Appreciation Society 2.0, Daniel Garcia, Jake Hager, and uh, Jericho. Okay. Yeah. So oh, the, yeah, inner circle, the inner circle's dead. Because well, we'll the see. Ortiz are the inner circle's that. dead. Long live the inner circle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I'm sure there's going to be because AEW doesn't like to. Uh, when it's angles that they care about, they don't like to leave loose ends. So I think there'll probably be some sort of wrap up there with the inner yeah, circle. Yeah, and we're just gonna get like a three year Jericho versus inner circle fucking battle now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Yeah, Santana and Ortiz will literally never just get to be a tag team. <laughs> I 
no. They, what, the one the, thing the I was hoping. Like, hey, we want you with Jericho. It should have said no because they probably <laughs> to be multiple time champs now, like in the mix and like the next match. Like that'd have been something. Nope. Like, they said yes to Jericho and look. Like look at that like the, the next the next match that we're gonna cover. Imagine Santana and Ortiz being part of this division. Oof. Oof. It would have made so much more sense than yep. Yeah, one but. But yeah, Not the, the Jericho verse. The next match, the Young Bucks versus Red Dragon versus uh, Jurassic Express for the I, AEW I, Tag as, Team Championship. As going in Raw calls Red Dragon, and I can't help but steal this Redragon to Dragon again. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like them. I yeah. like them a lot. Yeah. Oh, uh, you I can tell that they they got Bobby some polishing up by uh, um, by like Hunter and Sean too. Just like. Like now together, like oh, there, like I've watched a billion Red Dragon matches and mm-hmm. Undisputed Era, and it's just like remembering what they used to do, like in Ring of Honor and in other places. It's like, oh, you guys really got some polishing done, which is super cool. Mm-hmm. I love fucking Kyle O'Reilly a lot, Bobby new, Fish. New dad. The entire time, you could just hear him on the fucking. Just mic. wouldn't I shut could, the fuck up. And that is definitely like a Fed thing that they yeah. would do, like when they were Undisputed Era. It was really funny though. Well, and in the in the empty rings too, they like. Mm-hmm. I think all WWE wrestlers enhanced that, like yelling in the ring, and now they like yeah. kind of mic the ring sometimes. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, well, they literally do. That's why it's so the ring's so loud. <laughs> oh yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, the uh, the Bucks and uh, Redragon isolated Jungle Boy for a lot of the match. Uh, yeah. As you do, so that uh, Jack Perry Luchasaurus doesn't have to uh, work longer than his knees will allow. That's what I was honestly thinking. It's like this match was so good. I like and I like Luchasaurus a lot, but it is just so it's so odd when you toss him in a match with that's going to be so fast paced like this one is when you have so many people who can just go. Yep, it, Luchasaurus really does stick out like a sore thumb, and, it, and I've, that was the one thing in this match that I felt like uh, kind of took you out of the moment was every time Luchasaurus was a uh, had the focus on him it just really dipped the the, the timing and the pace of it i know that the i would have rather have had christian in there instead me of too, him kinda, if i'm being honest just for the work rate of the the other competitors in the match but i like mm-hmm. you know, it's good to have a big guy it's nice to have a big base in there it's just like uh it, it was just a little distracting you need a big base like how um cesaro claudio is a big yeah base. yeah yeah a guy but, like him would be perfect yeah, um, I know that they're the champions and everything, but is is Luchasaurus holding Jungle Boy back, or yeah, are they just yeah. killing time until the main event scene chills a little bit and they need to to get Jungle Boy in there? Well, I mean, Jung- Jungle Boy's gonna need to go through. I'm guessing the TNT scene before hitting up the real like big main event scene. Yeah, that made yeah. that real main event scene like it's you have. Stacked. You have too many people there that like like need to have a run. Like yep. MJF eventually is going to have probably a very long run unless he decides to uh, take Vince's millions. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. But yeah, I I, I, you I got think Brian. that Brian, you got Moxley, you got Punk, you got MJF, you got Adam well, that's Cole. That's kind of what I was. When he comes back. Yeah. Right yep. then and there, that's what I was thinking because I found myself asking that same question during this match. Was like, where would Lucha or where would uh, J- uh, Jungle Boy be right now without like the Lucha or Jurassic Express? On dark, 
maybe yeah because he's not gonna be he if he was to be pushed even for a week or two towards that main event scene or even like towards the tnt championship i feel like he would get kind of lost in the shuffle of the other guys there i do think this really gives him something that helps him stick out the people love the fucking he's really song. good he's really good but what too. i do think would be great whether it's now, whether it's six months, whether it's a year down the road, I do think it would be really interesting for there to be dissent within Jurassic Express. I would love to watch Jungle Boy versus Christian. I think that I match think would that, be amazing. I think amazing. that's where they're going. I, I think that's that would eventually be so where they're good. Going. And that would elevate, help Jungle Boy get to that area where it would make more sense to be like, I could see him taking on Scorpio Sky or Sammy Guevara or someone for that title. Uh, for the TNT championship. But I just think right now he would just get so lost in the mix that I think this probably is the best spot for him until they're ready to pull the trigger it, on it, an emotional yeah, journey there. It's hard to say, but yeah, like it's it's kind of hard to disagree with. Um, Cause like, I feel like being in this does hold him to a certain level, but then it's like, well, is there room at the next level for him yet? And like, you look at like him versus let's just put out there like, Adam Page. Adam Page is a big dude. He's cut and he works like this certain style. And well, like I look at Jungle Boy and he still looks like a little boy. Yeah. And then he also doesn't have the body of work. Like where if you look at sides like a Rey Mysterio Jr., where it's just like, oh, he's small, but like look at everything he's been able to do in his career and like how innovative and all this other shit he is. And so, or like a Brian who's like, he's so technically good. It doesn't matter his size because technically he is the best out there. And so like that technique can overcome the strength and power and size. And so we, we need, he needs to also find something like that. Um, and be just elevate that part, but he is great and he's going to be really good. It's just, they need to find that thing for him. And then also I swear to God, one day it's going to be like the fucking episode of South park where, I forgot which one was trying to be a basketball player and they put balls in his knees. <laughs> oh yeah. Gonna, or Kyle because a basketball player. Yeah. And um, <laughs> that's going to happen to Luchasaurus one day is yeah. he's going to, he's going to fucking like try something and his knees are going <laughs> to explode. I think so too. He's going to do one of those slow, like powerful roundhouse kicks and his leg will just go flying off with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like an action figure. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this match, I mean, it's great. Like they're great. All teams. I, and I really do think a lot of the match was to, you know, I, I didn't expect either Redragon or, uh, Young Bucks to take the titles, but I do feel like the most of the match was to build up the dissension between like Adam Cole's friends. They need to build up how fucking stupid Redragon is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. They need to, they need to sink to the depths of stupidity that the Young Bucks have been at for two years now. Yeah, we haven't had enough air guitar and Kyle on Dynamite or on and AEW it's, yet. It's it's it kind of does suck though that it's like on like the grand sc- scheme of things, it's like oh, the championship is definitely like less important than <laughs> yes. like Adam Cole's friendship. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, it but is. also, also, I when it was like Young Bucks and Red Dragon, those guys are so fucking good. It's like mm-hmm. I was like. Please, like one of these two teams wins, like because I just yeah. want to see them fight each other. And they've worked, they've worked together a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, bud. <laughs> um, this is a weird oh question yeah, and a weird tangent. Have the Bucks ever fought each other? A uh, old Nick versus Matt. I think in TNA Generation Me did, but they they never want to do that. Yeah, yeah, I know, but that would be a fun match to watch. I think. 
Because oh, I they, agree. They know each other so well that it would be like they would they would create this weird single spectacle that looks like a tag match. The entire match would just be them in rest holds proving that they can sell. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like one, I'd be fine with that. One like body slam, Matt selling his back, like no, he, Wrestle Kingdom. He would, he would be in like a a a, a chokehold and still and start selling his back. <laughs> Yeah, it yeah. would it would be like a fucking Zack Sabre Jr. versus Daniel Bryan match, but not as good. Like, but that's not like the pace it would be at. It'd be like the old like Angle Benoit matches, where it'd be like twelve minutes before someone throws a strike. <laughs> I would love in a match between the two of them if like they just kind of that muscle memory takes over like as part of the story, and so they keep setting each other up for like a tag move, and then realize like, oh, there's no one here to I, execute that. I feel like that's definitely been a thing in like a G1 match where tag team partners have faced each other. Because I would, like, and I think that's where it would make most sense is like a tournament or something where there's not like actual bad blood between them. I would just like to watch them have a good old match together. <laughs> But if they don't want to do it, they don't have to. Yeah, yeah. They don't want to do it. Here's the other thing, side of that, though. Jeff versus Matt Hardy matches, historically, not very good. There's like that's one true. There's like one out of the ten they've had that's any good. And Even like Edge and Christian matches, not that good. Edge and Christian yeah. have one banger match that was the ladder match, the blow off. But that's mm-hmm. because every match before that sucked. And like they like <laughs> they they killed each other in a ladder match because they were just like, this is the last one. All our other matches have been underperforming. Let's just like prove everyone we can do it. And they just fucked each other up for 20 <laughs> minutes. Hell yes. Um, let's talk about uh, the face of the revolution ladder match where the winner gets the Sonic ring yeah. and a, ti- a title shot. I wonder if the winner should get to kiss a human woman like Sonic did in 2006. <laughs> yeah. I want Wardlow to kiss. I want Wardlow to so, yeah, kiss. Let's. This was Christian versus Keith Lee versus Orange Cassidy versus Ricky Starks versus Power Powerhouse Hobbs versus the winner Wardlow. Ricky Starks. And, you know if so, uh, Ricky Starks had a fucking death wish, huh? Yeah, so did so did Orange. Yeah, when Orange is die. actually hurt. Starks is oh, really? okay. Yeah, Orange uh, <sighs> uh, has an injury to his shoulder, but um. Because Keith Lee threw him out of the ring into the crowd. So this is skipping like the entire match, (laughs) but it's um, Ricky Starks took a power bomb onto a ladder bridge. Yep, and where he didn't actually power bombs, he just on his neck. Yeah, like like rung to neck. It's like the fact that he's not dead is you know um, when you astonishing. It's like you see um, this with Hurricane Rana's sometimes, like where people do the jumping Hurricane Rana and. Don't quite get the connection. They like don't get their legs behind. Yeah, them, but the person still does the the forward flip, flip bump um, for them. Uh, that's what happened with this power bomb. He just jumped off of Wardlow's shoulders onto a ladder to his imminent death, bringing him down to it. I yeah. I really can't remember like a ton of the specific spots in this match because they really did do a good job of having. Two fucking big boys, and, and well, three big boys, three? really. Three big boys. Wardlow kind of looks like a mid boy yeah. compared to, to our larger boy. friends, but he is big. But like, uh, so yeah, you had a good mix of like big guys versus flyers, and uh, and then Christian. I, but also, <laughs> I haven't seen an Orange Cassidy match in a while, and so the gimmick was fun again. It was for me, and he did a great job. It's match the beginning of the match where it's all, <laughs> With the, all big the big boys. boys. 
the the big the all the meat ready to yeah. slap each other and then orange just comes in like here's his my little, spot his and little baby little, kicks he is he's a perfect little rag doll for those big guys too yes but he's not, he's so small. he's he's a lot older than y'all think and yeah. so he's gonna die yeah. no he's like in his mid to late 30s isn't he yeah yeah like he's and so like he's william regal <laughs> aged basically um, <laughs> Uh, uh, apparently, according to the dirt sheet writers, had like one foot in the fucking grave. Apparently, he he was like, "No, I'm fine. I'm talking about 2018." <laughs> <laughs> I love him. I, he's great on the internet. He is. I love. I he like he like sincerely apologized for going over and like Nyla Rose was like, "You're you're fucking William Regal. I want to hear every word you have to say. Don't be sorry to us." Like. <laughs> But yeah, it's like, brother, you're William Regal. Like, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, you're not fucking what? What's his dipshit? The villain, Marty Skrull. <laughs> you, you can you can take the time you need, pal. Um, Dan, how we got a Danhausen spot? He cursed mm-hmm. Ricky Starks, which caused him to break his neck almost. That's all fine and dandy too. I think I think what's I would say I think what's scary about Ricky Starks is that he did just break his neck like last year. Oh, oh Jesus! Oh. <laughs> so that's why I'm like he's gonna die. <laughs> And that's, yeah. I mean, what's scary about Danhausen's curses are apparently real. <laughs> scary. Usually you change your style after you break your neck, Rick. <laughs> I want to see a Dan. I want, I want to see a bell to bell match with Danhausen. He can't but, wrestle yet. Yeah. Was oh, he still he, injured? Oh, yeah. Like, okay. He's like, he's almost back. It was, in, but it was a bad ACL tear. That's true. He really did. Okay. That makes a lot more sense. But he's, okay. he's getting close. I think he's like. He, his I've matches been, are really fucking entertaining. He's a really good like. That's rapper. the thing. I really like his matches, and I think he's such a good in ring character that I'm a little tired of, of seeing him on the sidelines. But of course, it makes sense if he's physically still uh, unable to get in there. I need to go find uh, him and uh, RJ City match the internet I, darlings. That would be really good. I would legitimately love to see. This sounds like ridiculous, but I'd love to see him versus Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson. Sorry, actually, I'd like to see him against Daniel Bryan too. They're different characters. <laughs> yeah. um, but just because, like, Brian has such fun in matches where he's allowed to have fun, like, in ones that are supposed to be fun, like, and his shithead, like, arrogant character right now would be so fun in a, like, technical wrestling match against Danhausen. <laughs> yeah, serious. <laughs> I want to see uh, Danhausen uh, join the House of Black. The I, House of Black? I mean, that's, that w- that's jumping. That's that would be that would be the Dark Order turning into a silly gimmick. That's what would happen. I mean, but that's also what made the Dark Order good. That's true. Well, the House of Black is good still. Yeah, but I mean, they haven't won any titles. Um, Could always be better. And um, yes, and well, also Dan Housen with Sting. Sorry, we have to. Oh, yeah. that would be, yeah, that would be so good. Also, Orange yeah. Cassidy is thirty-seven years old. Jesus. Mm-hmm. He can't be keep My boy doing Jim's that. been doing it for a while. Four years older than Jesus ever was. Made it longer in Christ, and he's yep. still fucking out there bumping like a motherfucker, dude. Yep. Hot boy Jim. Uh, but Wardlow won. Um, he it was the right move. It was um, the right move. He wrestled Hangman on Sunday. It's Wednesday, right? I, I would have. Uh, no, not on Wednesday. Is it on? It might be on Dynamite. The Saint. I think Saint Patrick's. Oh, Saint Patrick's mm. Day yeah, Slam. Really punch out. Saint Patrick's um, a punch fest. St. Patrick's Day, just, you know, any time you're out at a bar, just like that kind of slamming. Like, yeah. there's yeah. like 
just normal. It's, it's just a normal St. Patrick's Day, actually. <laughs> I was I was wanting either like a Ricky Starks or an Orange Cassidy to take it. Um, yeah. Just be, or Powerhouse Hobbs. I feel like, especially like in the case of Hobbs, I feel like he's like he needs a been ready. I, I don't think Keith Lee needs it. No. Like he doesn't need that extra. Wardle, Christian definitely doesn't. Wardle I think Wardle, Go ahead. I don't think he needed it after what happens later in the show. But I, I don't yeah. think he needs it, but I think that's a very good next chapter in that story. Is It's an easy story to write, yeah. whereas you'd have to write something else and they just didn't want to because then mm. it's like you'd have to write two good stories and they can now just have to write one. And here's the yeah. thing with MJF. You have to tell the easy story with him. Anytime when he's gotten to be too much, it's when they've like gone, like tried to do some weird twists and turns and shit. He's a point A to point B storyteller. I very good at that. I like the twists and turns of the punk story. I see. I, I don't like see those that, that that I never That's felt still, that twist and turn. That's you just mean the dinner debonair. No, that would rock. Yeah. Uh, it was awful and. I hate it, and it's like the, that whole story with Jericho that was like joining the inner circle, doing yeah, this, yeah, yeah. forming it the was, pinnacle. It was too it long. Was, it was so convoluted, or like the Cody one, whereas like this one, he was always bad, and he knew he was always bad, and yeah. it was like, um, it was just like it was. It was pretty much just telling his origin story, and then he's yeah. like, "I'm fucking bad, you moron! I've been <laughs> bad. I told you I've been bad, and you're an idiot, punk." And, and he was right, and. It also, I don't think this went on too long, right? No. This feud, this perfect. No, exactly, and, th- and that's that's where everything was hitting is the fact that we hadn't seen this shit like for two fucking years or whatever, or a year or however long. Because Jericho was like, like eight yeah. whole months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, real quick before we talk about CM Punk and MJF more, uh, Jade Cargill versus Ty Conti. Jade won. Yeah, um, I I thought it was a good match. You seem to be I, disappointed by it. I, I don't remember anything. That's all I wrote. I was I thought it was incredibly sloppy. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I even think that I think that this would be a great match in two years. I think that both of these wrestlers in two years would have a fantastic version of this exact match. Like the match structure was fine. It was that night like it was too sloppy. Like Ty can't direct like a match enough yet, which is not on her. That's like she just isn't she's still green like they're both still super green yeah it's like, true yeah they are both still green but they both do have very distinct characters and i think they've both done like a really good what's job ty, being... what's ty what's tynar's character she's just a crazy brazilian she's crazy Ooh. she's brazilian and she's crazy dude i mean she's plucky, scary as fuck. Face. like but that i don't even think that's a her character as much as like her people's like of her like People like her so much they've just turned her into plucky baby face, even though they've never expressed that on screen. Very well, much. and she—I yeah, mean, like we've all watched even necessarily have a character like Jade. Jade Cargill definitely does like have like that character, like the arrogant, like I'm the best, like fucking athlete, and blah 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 blah. And so, like that's cool. Well, it's like no, like I I don't have much of like I don't I don't I did not like this match because I thought it was sloppy and I felt like they did it a disservice. By letting it go so long, Jade's matches right now should be fucking Goldberg matches. Mm-hmm. They made the comparison, like there was a comparison made, and they should just fucking lean into it because then she will look impressive. Having two green people try to lead each other never works. Mm-hmm. I, so- I do agree with that. I do feel like because the match also wasn't very long, 
which is probably also for the better. I do think it maybe had been better served if it was a more of like a squash match where Jade was just like ragdoll and tie around and then, you know, maybe a couple like offense like, spots. But yep, like a one little quick hope spot, like go two minutes, I beat up, beat up, beat up, hope spot, fucking mm-hmm. smashes her, boom. Hope, yeah, have the hope spot even be Anna, Jade, like hitting Jade with the chair and then still have the same sequence, just condense it all. Like, um, this reminded me a lot actually of gold and except that ty is not an amazing wrestler yet but it reminds me of regal versus goldberg which is the first <laughs> time they ever tested goldberg to have a long match um <laughs> and, and regal they, got fired afterwards. regal got fired for making goldberg look bad <laughs> um and because right. neither look good in it and like i just think it's a clash of styles like yeah cadets and, and also why, i don't understand the kiss thing yeah, what the fuck? That, that was that was jarring for sure. Um, Bischoff I'm, there, like, hey, <laughs> I'm, hey, I'm I see all, they got my letter, bro. I'm all, I'm all for who all sorts of different people kissing who all sorts of different people. Um, I don't under, I, I just don't understand it. It feels like a thing Jade forgot to explain. <laughs> I thought that they th- them setting this match up as like basically like title versus streak um was i feel like they were more like oh that sounds good than actually like let's build a story around that so it did not have any sort of payoff that felt that consequential i'll agree and, with and that, that for sure that, but i did i thought it wasn't as is sloppy. A, uh, also like the title of the book uh, about the aw's women's division like it's yeah. just like oh we we got like a tagline that's all we need i honestly dude honestly it's really disappointing it is disappointing especially because it like is. this was their we'll, their... we'll get to it later on too yeah, yeah we will for sure because this is like their mid-card women's title that like i thought they did a good job presenting putting on jade to make it feel like this is going to be a work rate title like this is cool and then it doesn't feel like they're doing much of a service for it but <laughs> you said to jade said it be the work rate champion yeah, well, no, because they gave her... I'm not saying that she's going to be the champion that everyone remembers as being the TBS champion, but she's a great first champ for someone to take that off of. Yeah, no, no, I, I know... I, 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 I understand what you mean. That. It's just, like, I understand... You feel like what, the work rate one? Like, it's like, I think of, like, your work rate guys like Bret Hart and stuff like that, where it's like, they're going to go out there and be able to kill 25 minutes. It's going to be awesome. It's like, I'm like, oh, that's definitely not... Jay, Jade's like, she's going to kill... Like between three to seven minutes, it'll have very varying degrees of. No, I um, don't. I think Jade could one day be uh, somebody who is absolutely like a world class, like world caliber, like performer. But no, I I mean that she is a great person to have hold that title for someone to come take it off of. I don't think they did a good job out the starting gates with making that kind of the the narrative with it. And I I want the best for Ty Conti only because their own narrative. Well, we've seen, Oh God, dude, I don't even want to, I don't even want to get into that. (laughs) Let's get into it at the end. At the end, we could talk about that. But like, um, just because we've also watched so much of the progression of Ty Conti through NXT to AEW, she has gotten a lot better. And I do feel like this was like, this felt like a step backwards as far as some of the more kind of impressive things that we've been doing with her. Like for them with like time on this match, or like the placement on the card, or really anything. Like I felt like they just did no favors. And that really is kind of special entrance on what was then not her best showing. Yeah, yeah, was a little little odd. It was almost like Rhea getting the special entrance um, at WrestleMania and then having a bad match (laughs) last year. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, So Um, yeah, it it was kind of a a bad and a bad performance by the fucking mm -hmm. lady who sang her song. Yeah. Yeah. 
At least um, Jay's speaking, guitar dude was better than that. Yeah, he's fucking sick. Dude was sick. Speaking of special entrances, uh, let's talk about CM Punk versus oh, MJF. Right before got, that, just I, another special entrance thing is just oh. cool. Negative one came out with Anna and and Ty. Good, like because he's they're, they're like, like they're all buds. They're like legitimately his best friends there at AEW. That right. Yeah. Also, I saw someone tweet this last night, and I'm like, and it broke my fucking heart. I can't imagine negative one when he found out about Big E. Like I hope. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I hope he's gotten to talk to Biggie, and Biggie's like reassured him that he's fine. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. Also, super cool with negative one. He got a um action figure with his dad. Mm. That rocks. that's fucking cool. That's fucking cool. That's, that's really sick. cool. I every time I go to Target, I look at the AEW action figures just because I want a best friends one. But I don't think you can get those in store. <laughs> you got a special order those. Um, you can get a lot of rehos. <laughs> the lottery host. I saw six lances. There's like a lot of rehos and like and Kazarians and stuff. One young yeah. buck. Which I mean, one buck? I'm guessing Matt. Matt. I think it was Matt. I almost bought yeah. an Io Shirai, but it was one of the really cheap, like one of the WWE like ten dollar ones. Yeah, and, uh, she uh, she looked um, dodgy. Yeah, dude, <laughs> WWE's been shitting the bed on their why? action figures. Why? Don't it's because they have different the... levels of them. That's yeah. why. Why don't Matt and Nick come together? That's weird. I don't think you would ever. <laughs> I don't think you would ever want. Uh, yeah, why would you ever buy one over the other? It's just money. You have, to, you have to buy two. Like, so you have to get two of them. It's true. It's true. They could just throw in pre-broken capitalism, dog. They could just yeah. His back has like a hole in it. Yeah, they should just put in inflatable tube men. <laughs> So well, that you have to buy them all. They did for Bailey. Tube man. I know. I have yeah, the, the, the Matt Jackson action figure doesn't work unless you buy the separate weight belt to go around his waist. <laughs> the the Matt Jackson, like one of the rubber bands that goes into the leg is broken. So the back is just like kind of open. And like, <laughs> it's kind of just fucked up. I hope I hope they make like like what's been their weird psycho outfits for the past couple like years. Yeah, dude, put them in fancy action shoes. figures. I miss when their outfits used to have just a million faces of Dave Meltzer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, CM Punk versus MJF. I got some things to say. Charles Montgomery Punk versus Maxwell Jacob Feinstein. That was his first name. And it was a rib on him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I know it's funny. It's making fun of his religion. Yeah. No, no, that's not the rib. 100%. Berman Smith and everything. Oh, that, that's not the rib. Oh. The rib has come from Rob Feinstein, who was uh, the person who actually oh. created Ring of Honor, but then he got uh, to catch a predator. Oh, Good Lord. Oh, Jesus. And so they were coming up with names for MJF, and this wasn't even, this was in his um, training school owned by Brian Myers. They pitched that name, and Myers, who is a Notable wrestling nerd was like started laughing. Was like, "Yep, that's it." Oh Jesus! Oh God, wow! That's that's the rib. So, and then Regal told him to change it. <laughs> Thank you, William. So we hear the riff for cult of personality, but then MJF comes out instead. Classic, classic, shitty MJF move. Then, the but lights. also good for the obviously intentional. So the crowd still got to pop for cult of personality. Yeah, for sure. Yep. For sure. Yep. Then the lights go dark and um. I forgot how the song that Punk comes out to started, and I thought he was just getting a Cody entrance. Oh no! I here's the thing. <laughs> and um, then I knew sing, I fucking knew it. Sing the sorrow, top 
maybe like top three album for me, like yeah. all time. For me. so like I I uh, immediately started freaking out. Yeah, he comes out to the AFI song. It's the t- starting the the Miseria first track, Cantara right? at the beginning. Yep. Yes. Yeah, and it's got the it's got the the, the yelling and the chanting. He's got his then, baggy shorts on. And then uh, Sir Havoc says. Like that, but it's good. Yeah, well, that's um, pretty right on. AFI rocks. Um, but he also was wearing his Ring of Honor gear from his last on color match, right? From his first Not famous the gear, one. like the, yeah. yeah, yeah, like yeah. that era of punk, the long shorts and the uh, the windbreaker jacket. Um, it was the, everywhere. The jacket that he wore in his last Ring of Honor match against Cole Cabana, too. Mm. Oh. Um, the only thing missing was his shitty hair from back then. Yeah, he needed his shitty hair, and he also needed, like, 30 more pounds because he was trying to bulk up since he was going to the Fed. Yeah. <laughs> so he looked... <laughs> yeah, so it's, yeah, the, no, the, the, the dog collar so match against Raven, sick. that's, uh, yeah. is, like, super, like, famous I'd, one. I want that to be Punk's next, next feud. I want him and Colt. To like actually be buds again I, and have a feud. I want that feud um, because it was, it was just they can uh, make it real. They can. And I and think then, it'd be a really good feud, and um, especially if like Punk's going for the title here soon, and yeah. then Cabana costs him it, and then it's an easy thing to do. It's like, As a fan, know, it would be nice to know that they've buried the buds right? again. Yeah. yeah, even yeah. if they so, actually uh, haven't, but are yeah. good enough to work with each other and realize, yeah, that, like, like Brett and Sean. Like I want Punk to be pitching this, <laughs> no, not like Brett and Sean. <laughs> I want Punk to be the one pitching this to Tony saying, hey, let Colt know that when he's ready, I want to make him money. Like, I want, even if they aren't friends, I want it to at least be that because, like, this is the most money Colt will ever make. Yeah. yeah. But I just, I just want to see them hug and be friends again because Punk's a real fucking dick. Um, yeah. I it, absolutely, I was going to just say, I absolutely love the entrance because. Yeah. I've I followed Punk for a long time, and I remember like his entrance. I remember watching the last Ring of Honor match against Cabana. I've watched it a million times just because, especially when I was really diving into Colt Cabana, I'm like, I gotta find all the good shit with him and Punk. And <laughs> it was just such a cool moment, like you could tell for them as friends, knowing their whole story, and then like going back and really watching Punk's journey, like through wrestling and like having his time in Ring of Honor and Impact, IWA Mid South, all this stuff, and then kind of bit coming full circle here like coming back into wrestling after pretty much like saying how much he hated wrestling for so long mm-hmm. and then like you could just tell like he fucking loves this shit it's like mm-hmm. this is where you fucking belong you moron why'd you go try to fight mickey gall yeah. you got the, you got handled get back everyone, in the ring everyone should go read that there's an esquire piece that came out recently about cm punk like mm-hmm. and it, it it specifically like i don't want to even spoil how it ends but it just like it it ends in a really cool way and it like really shows the journey this dude's been on to rediscover his love for wrestling. Like I don't love punk that yeah. much. I'm, I'm loving him more and more like this version of him. Cause he feels like he's learned some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, this, but, like, this match really good. for me, this match specifically was, I, I was kind of, well, like, like most people, a lot, like a lot of people I was being kind of, I was getting kind of put off by the, where CM Punk was at right there. I didn't care uh, at the time before this match and stuff because I didn't like how he was like, this run is my direct continuation from my indie run. The other years you saw me didn't happen. That's not canon anymore. Part of me was like, fuck you, dickhead. Like, why? That's why you're here. But then this match, I was like, I get that. Okay, I like that. <laughs> I think, 
I think he's just a dickhead, and I think he's always going to be a dickhead. Mm-hmm. And uh, I still enjoy a lot of his work, um, even though I think sometimes he's. I think this just really clicked for me as ass. far as like like a narrative goes. This clicked for me like how you know how like the most re- recent or maybe not the most recent, but the 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 Halloween movie that came out a couple of years ago was like this is just a sequel off the first one. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I, at first, I was like, "Well, but what about all the other shit that happened?" But then you watch the movie, and it's like, "Oh, it actually, totally makes sense that uh, this are narratively, great... yeah, this narratively just is an arc that makes sense." And this match clicked that for me with what CM Punk is saying is like, "This is an a, an iteration of myself that harkens back to something that a lot of people might not know me from." Uh, that I thought this match delivered on that, and plus, it was a great gimmick to have the dog collar there for how shitty MJF is trying to run away and stuff all the time. I, yeah. I think part of it is like, like I, I, I really like the match, and like, mm-hmm. I'm super stoked that Punk's back in wrestling, like, hundred yeah. percent. Um, I also just think that um, with some of it, like, I just roll my eyes with a lot of the stuff, just because like some of the things he says, you know, it's almost pandering to the crowd. Mm-hmm. It is. It, it, it's very pandery because it's like, oh, dog, you forget to mention that you had your agent reach out to WWE to see if you could come and wrestle Mania, and like they told you no. <laughs> Like the, Vince McMahon was like, no, we don't want to work with him. <laughs> like, and so it's like, you forget that part. And like, you reached out to them. You were working for backstage. Yeah. It was a deal with Fox, but you were like, it was a WWE show. Like, don't try to spin it. Like it's not like, yep. it's like, it's like, I came back to wrestling after that. It's like, yeah, dog, that's cool. Like, I'm happy that you did, but it's like, this weird little narrative only feeds into the shitty discourse. Yep. And it's like, yeah, you get a cool pop and you pander a bit. And but I think he knows he exactly the, what he's doing. Oh, hundred percent. It's super calculated. But when he gets in the ring and he does stuff like this, where it's not a, a spiteful hate letter to something, but it's a love letter to mm-hmm. like the things that he loves. That's when he's good. And yep. this, totally. this was totally 1000%. It was fucking great. I don't think he's, a worker at the same level, but it reminds me a lot of Shawn Michaels' second run, uh, where this dude that was known like like yeah, great storyteller, but like most like in ring was like what was like really special about Punk in a way because it was like he was so different when he first got to WWE. Like I mean, before he got the storytelling shit down, that's what like people were drawn to. Um, and that and Shawn Michaels was similar. Was like still great in the ring but oh my god the storytelling that like he came back with and that's where i feel punk's doing super well like yep mm-hmm. he he's like telling great stories yeah yeah this has made me excited to see what's next for punk because i'm assuming we're done we're done with the mjf they might have a third I'm assuming it's hangman that'd be great that'd be great that'd be great um, but there are some things in this match i need to talk about yeah and this is a this is just a thing on commentary um, when uh, Punk was like breaking MJF's hand, this is what JR said. Not the hand that feeds him, the hand that beats him, but it's not going to beat him tonight. He made a joke about cranking it. JR did. That's about Wait, cranking it. Say that again. He said it's, it's not the hand that feeds him, it's the hand that beats him, but it's not going to beat him tonight. Oh, when he was getting his hand. Oh, oh. yeah. It's not that, is a, that is a cranking it joke. Yeah. But dude, oh. JR has dropped little hints that he's a dirty old man perv, dude. So oh, yeah. Hints? Little hints? He follows <laughs> a, an account called AEW Porn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Sometimes you're dropping hints. Sometimes you're dropping full-blown bombs, dude. But yeah, this, this old man needs a burner. <laughs> this old man needs to retire. 
<laughs> yeah. What, um, what's funny when like when like he cares about something and it's something he likes, like how good he still can be, mm-hmm. but then he has so checked out of some of the other stuff. WWE Dynamite. <laughs> um, but like uh this is about the story coming out of the match, but MJF uh wanted Wardlow to come out. He comes out but doesn't give MJF the ring. Because it's been the tried and true it. thing where, where Wardlow's been coming out. You know, he's been giving MJF the, the dynamite ring so MJF can win with it. Everyone gets all mad because it's a shitty heel way to win. This time, Wardlow, uh-oh, seems to have misplaced it. Maybe in all the exhaustion from the match he just wrestled earlier that night. Who knows? He misplaced that ring. Uh-oh, can't be there for MJF. I really enjoyed that Wardlow was, like, freshly showered, like, dressed up in his suit and stuff already yeah. for this match. Well, if he wasn't, MJF would be mad at him. True. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. he, he gives the ring to Punk. Punk wins by hitting MJF. He, d- with he the does ring. not give it to Punk. He puts it just in. Oh the yeah, he sets it down. Oh, yeah. Here you go. He sets MJF. it down. And then, <laughs> then Punk gets it, and the, it's a cool way to keep Max strong. Like, did you hate this finish? You say it's fine. Okay, okay. Sometimes you don't like these these things like this. You want someone to get the clean win. Um, I did. So this was my. I had one big gripe on this. Um, and I think I even texted Zach about this. Is you need the moment, you need the Marty and Sean moment. Yeah, you need the moment that they're gonna play 20, 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. Him just kind of putting a ring down isn't that moment for the yeah. turn. I, I feel very you, true. You, you wasted the turn. Yeah, yeah. And are they gonna probably have a moment when MJF fucks him over? Yeah, sure. He's still like on Wednesday, he said he still is under contract to MJF, but um. It's like you could have had that big moment and you didn't even necessarily need it here. Yeah. Yeah. Like this yeah. would be the easy one where he just didn't show up. And then on Wednesday or like on next Wednesday, that's where M Jeff comes back and you know, Wardlow has his title shot and that's where the big turn happens. And I can like, see that. It'd be, it'd be impactful. It'd be way more impactful mm. because then it would be like, Oh, it, it gets like, there's a lot of silence happening right now with M Jeff. Like what's happening? You know, like, yeah, we're like instead of from him, mm-hmm, instead of him having the ring and doing the whole thing with the ring, you have MJF in the ring yelling for Wardlow to come out. Wardlow just doesn't come out and it just throws yeah. off that energy. I that would have yeah. been great, that would have yeah. been a good call too. And then, like, because then Wardlow can come out almost cut the same promo on Wednesday about, like, yeah, I won the thing, like, I'm gonna do this. You're not going to get involved in my stuff. I was celebrating my win because I'm doing the thing, I'm getting ready for my match that I'm gonna have. And then on Wednesday, that's where M. Jeff comes and fucks him. Boom. Like, it's fucking sad. It's money. It's blah, blah, blah. I just wanted a, a Marty Sean moment. You, I, Those moments mm. are very important. Like, yeah. Seth Rollins fucking rearing back, hitting fucking Roman with the fucking chair. Like, those big moments. Tucky and, hitting Otis. Yeah, Tucky hitting <laughs> Otis. The big, the big turns. Yeah, I will say I do really like the, how the match ended of like P- Punk does get the ring. MJF knows he's fucked, so he just spits in Punk's face and then Punk lays him out with the ring. Like that's a good fucking end of the match, especially because it was yeah. it got brutal. It was yeah, good. Yeah, it was, yeah. Punk was just a fucking just waterfall of blood. For him. Yeah, he was a crimson and MJF mask. rubbed that blood on himself. I don't think did he actually bleed? I, I, I don't know. I don't know who's was who's at one point, but those are my yeah. favorites. Um. You yeah, can definitely I, see when Paul Turner's like <laughs> handing out blades and shit like that too. 
they're like they're getting they're, they're getting color like i saw a punk Oof. fall back the camera then the like next... was on it for like a little yeah. too long and then just moves up and then it's like <laughs> <laughs> the next match it's even worse the yeah. how blatant it fucking was um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Next match was Bryce as ref, right? Yep. Yeah, come it. on, oh, Bryce. Wait. You're better than I this. Actually, I actually didn't mean the next match. I meant the one after this, but this one too. There's three matches in a row. Where in a row some... with blood? Jesus. Right? Because okay. there was blood in the women's match, right? Or was there? With Rosa and Baker? I yeah. don't know. Maybe not. But that, still, that's two out of three. So, yeah. Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. Here's my, here's my take. So um, real quick, you want to say, uh, I was going to just say beforehand, they offhandedly threw out, they have a new title by just having Brit show up with it. Oh, fantastic okay. looking title too. It does it way does better. better, but, uh, they, she just walked out with it. Hey, new belt. And mm-hmm. that was it. It's like, yeah, it's like you have a fucking get, ha- hour, get a half fucking hour segment Med- for every new belt. Come on. Get Medusa out there to introduce it or I something. Agree. Get like a legend to My be like, own. Hey, like we want to step up this division, and this right here is the next evolution of that. Boom! New title. It's Winners walking away with this. Shit. Literally, go to WrestleMania 32. Watch the match that before the women's match. Lita came out and said, "The Divas title is retired. Here's the new women's title. This is what they're fighting for next." And like, it's literally done perfectly. It literally got me back into wrestling. <laughs> Um, like it's that easy. My only complaint about the new titles, they should have kept the rose gold, like on this, like same design, just keep the rose gold from the old one. Cause it's yeah. like, it's a cool feminine touch. Like, like, it's I like okay that to have feminine, like it celebrate fem- femininity and like, don't make it a shitty thing, but like rose gold is cool. Yeah, yeah totally. Make it a weird p- pink and silver lower back tattoo. Like yeah. make it look cool. Yeah. But like, like every time you do it, it sounds like a little sparkle when you're doing it. Every title yeah. match <laughs> real takes away from Sasha versus Bailey. Um, <laughs> so what's your take, Derek? I don't get Britt Baker. I've never gotten Britt Baker. I don't think she's, she doesn't do anything for me when she talks. She doesn't do anything for me when she wrestles. Her super kick is shit. Um, I don't get it. Also, I thought I liked Thunder Rosa. I don't know if she's good either. Um, I think she, she's she just is. cool. She is good. Um, this match wasn't. Yeah. This match just never felt so, like it clicked between the two of here's them. Here's the thing. you. And, this is a match that you can tell there's two wrestlers in it that know that they're going to do a title switch in a week and a half and that there's... Um, and that this match doesn't matter and they don't want to give away any of the cool shit that they're doing in a week and a half. Um, oh, okay. Because they're having Dynamite. Rose is going to take it in Texas. And, and yeah. in, her home in, in her hometown of San Antonio. And I would like that. Fucking stupid. Here's one more thing I would like to say about Britt. Um, I forgot. Never mind. <laughs> um, yeah, just so, don't have this match. Put fucking Ty in this match. Put Layla Hurst in this match so she gets her title match. Like that now she's not getting oh, like. Don't even have this match on there. Like, if, like, don't, like, if Britt is your champion. Okay, then that's the top of your division. And if the top of your division does nothing for me, then now why am I supposed to care about the rest? Because sure. like she's like the like the biggest star and the one that they're pushing the hardest. So and, like my my big thing with Brett Baker is like her promos do absolutely nothing for me too. Yeah, because it's always like snarky comment, Fed dig, like it's, snarky it's comment, that- DMD. 
it's bad Alexa Bliss. It's bad yeah. Alexa Bliss. Yeah. It, it, it's bad Alexa Bliss. She's usually fighting somebody that got fired. So it's like, <laughs> huh, you were in WWE, fucker. Fuck you. And then it's like another like Alexa Bliss comment, something about Reba DMD. Uh, yeah. Time. Yeah. They really have pushed her as, I mean, she was like the first woman signing, you know, at least the first kind of major announcement uh, for AEW, Britt Baker. And they really have like kind of made it, they've made it on paper seem like she's this really huge deal. But I do agree that there hasn't been anything that really seems like it's clicked. There's been a few great shots. I mean, like, unfortunately, it's always when they all get bloodied up as fuck. But like, because she is badass. I think Britt Baker's a great character. But I don't think as far as like you're saying, like leading the charge, leading the whole division, it doesn't seem like there's that same level of like um it just doesn't seem like it it it, but, it, it clicks like that and this match yeah. itself felt like that too where they're just even though the title is on the line there was the big one and i do love thunder rosa i think she's great that they just didn't click together and I, yeah. I i didn't think about it but i totally agree zach because they have obviously set it up that they're gonna have that title match again in texas where thunder rosa's from so well, yeah, Thunder yeah. got a visual pin and Britt tapped out without the ref saying. So, yeah. but like, so there were three women's uh, matches on this card that were decent to bad. That's, that's, that's the not range. And, but that shouldn't mean, that doesn't mean they shouldn't have those women's matches on there. But I, I, I actually, I, I texted it, this to Zach. Like, if you don't give a fuck about the division, don't yeah. even fucking have it one. It makes it worse. It makes me be like, like, have good wrestlers, have engaging, like more engaging people. They Where's do the have movie? give, they give do them have, like a, a background, give them a yeah. fucking story. Mm-hmm. And they do have good wrestlers there. They're not the ones being featured necessarily. Hikaru yeah. Shida is a great wrestler. Yes. Ruby's yes. a great wrestler. Like, um, and like then there's even good ones. Like I say, like Ty Conti is like getting good. Um, but she just and, shouldn't be in that match that they had. Like Jade is a Special attraction. Mm-hmm. You have but, Serena Deeb there that should be like in the ring with like these young girls, like sharpening it up because she's like, fucking good. Well, mm. and like, so here's the thing NXT had the performance center forever. Impact has had the best women's division. Um, it, do they have like a training facility? Like, how no, they are they signed, also good? They just signed the right people. Okay. Cause it's like these people and they need can still practice. work Indies and Impact. Yeah. These people need practice. Like, that's all they need. Like, I think everyone would be better if they had more consistent practice. Mm-hmm. And it's and like they have the four on fucking top shows. Gave a fuck. Yeah, they have four that's shows. Like, I'm like, so this is, we're talking about NXT on, on some of the, in the future. Um, I have watched Sasha Bailey. I've watched Sasha Charlotte in NXT. I've watched all these incredible matches. And it's like, like, I don't watch very much wwe anymore so it's like i don't see good women's wrestling anymore and it it bums me out it bums me out well i i don't know and i i'm of the mind that i think you have to put things i mean one we talked about this already from the very get-go that this pay-per-view itself of their pay-per-views that they do annually is maybe the least important at least consequential i think it's important to have matches where you have to have people step up rise to the match to get better too. And I just don't think that that clicked in this show. I still think it was a good idea. I think on paper, Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa, great idea to have on the, the show. I think Ty Conti and Jade Cargill was even a, a better match than you're giving it credit for. But like uh, the, 
I just don't think that they were able to to meet that expectation. But I still think it's good that it was there. I think you're supposed to have that that moment where they need to step up and and really show something, and it just didn't click. Um, I, I, but I, I think that think comes down to also it not being pushed and it, it not like we're saying from the top if they're if they don't care about it it's not going to have the same impact that moxley and danielson had coming right after they, it they don't care enough about the division to come up with a second the, a different view than thunder rosa yeah. beyond this pay-per-view and make it good because if you're gonna if you want the hometown pop for thunder rosa that's fine like so like don't have the same match don't put her in this one. Yeah. 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 Like there's so um, many people. Have Ruby have another match with her just to give her a better worker and be in the ring with her. And you have do Ruby it. do something. Like, mm. like I don't yeah, watch I've, every week, but I listen to recaps and I hear nothing about her. Yeah, because it's not the, her. Yeah, not the new toy anymore. And then it's just like they did this match again, no favors coming after what it did. Um they yep. It, it, and that was actually this is a product kind of of also the whole show they did so much in so many matches that like other stuff stopped meaning things because like oh we just saw like this this and this like i don't care about that um and then i just i'm just like this was like the most like frustratingly fed fucking finish too because the moment yeah. that um the moment that thunder rosa got that visual pin i'm like she's fucking losing i can't believe it it's like why even have this fucking match and it's like they kept talking about like like her wanting to go to San Antonio on Dynamite. This like oh great they're gonna have her win it there, and so this is gonna yeah, be a total fed finish. Win at her? And it like, was how about just win, just fucking like or don't have the match or yeah. like if you if you're not gonna put time into it, don't like don't just put on a fucking front because it's almost more insulting. Just like if you're gonna be like this with the women's division, why even fucking have one? Like is it just because you feel like you have to? Yes, like, like, right. it is. And so and like. I, and as I said, I, I texted Zach this because I knew Zach was watching, and I was like, "Like this is dumb." Like I got, I got real heated for mm-hmm. a second. I was like, "Why even have a fucking women's division if like this is what you're gonna do? Give it the same respect that you do like your mid card feuds." Yeah, and then like maybe it will feel like a big deal, but like the crowd was dead for it because you also just saw fucking Punk and MJF bleeding everywhere at the chain and these very visceral moments. And it's like, oh, great. Like, you put this in a fucking really bad spot to not be able to do well. And th- they went out there and they did okay. Like, the match wasn't awful, but nothing ever went into that next gear. Um, and so, yeah, it just it it bummed me out. And it's not necessarily the performer's fault. It's kind of everything involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, I feel like this, like, they're like a, like, Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker are like a band. They released, like, their best fucking record but it's been a while and they, they try to release some new music and it ain't hitting like that. Like that <laughs> yeah, like POD. I, I, exactly. It's like, it's like, yeah, they had some good stuff before, but then like they had satellite and like, they're not going to recapture that. <laughs> and they keep trying to recapture it. Yeah. They'll never write a song like boom again. Plus you have like yeah. rebel and Jamie hater out there to the whole time, which takes away from the, the fight feel. It, it, and it, you just, it's so predictable. Like they, exactly. They, they, mm-hmm. they, it they felt like a dynamite heater. match. The heel heater shit they're doing felt like a is, raw match. <laughs> it felt like it felt it felt like a nitro match. Yeah, I just I, they deserve it felt better. Like a Saturday night slam match. I the, wish this, it was Saturday morning slam the kids show. <laughs> yeah, 
there, I'm just saying things I remember being. Well, there had been like a moment. I feel like it was even month, like a couple months ago, where Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa would have made more sense. So that they they put it in the fridge for a while and tossed I, it in the microwave for this. It's game. because well, okay, when when this feud was its hottest, Thunder Rosa wasn't signed. Yeah, oh, and yeah. then they waited to, to be able to sign her. And it had lost its momentum. They've kind of, you know, gone some different directions and stuff. But like, it's just like this feud has been checking in like once every few months for a year now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do agree. I, I, I think the match would have done better if it had a lot more prestige behind it. Uh, but it didn't. It didn't. Well, it's this is a different company. Different company. They would have yeah. been a better match in prestige. Yeah, check oh, it out. I mean, independentwrestling.tv. I mean, this would be a tight as hell like little indie match you get to see. It's, yeah, it, this is a pay per view. <laughs> this is one of their four pay per views a year. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They did not give it the the oomph that it needed. And when um, these two have had matches at that bloodbath level of the match before this, but fall and then like following that bloodbath, like you you needed a a come down match like really bad right here, and they don't have any on this card, so. Yeah, they should, I, have, they should have put sting, the Sting match here. I was thinking that too, except that I, I'm sure the only reason they did that too was because the Sting and AHOFO match also had some fucking fun hardcore spots. So they were like, well, we can't do MJF and then this big one. But it would have made more sense because like this one at least has consequence. It's one of your main titles on the line. So yeah. act, act like it. I mean, in Tony Khan's defense, he did say he had a very hard time putting the order together. Oh, I'm sorry, Tony. And honestly, the the second to last match was a dumb placement. Why why don't you why don't you just fucking like do what NXT does and just put all your title matches like at the end? Like Mm -hmm. we'll start one off, but then like your main titles are always the end. Even if you you start with the hot tag match. Yep. <laughs> yeah, like legit, like or the way that fucking New Japan does it. There's literally an order. There's yeah. a like, and that order should the shitty be... six men. <laughs> yeah, like honestly but, though, yeah. Like, and if you want to have one of those little like, oh, tip of the cap to being progressive things, say like, hey, it's the either men's or women's number one, and we alternate pay per views. Like, and then you have yeah. to challenge yourself to book up to that level. They just yeah. say they're progressive, and they're exactly. They're it's all yeah. it's all talk. It's all so, fake. like because That's especially because what 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 comes up after like this match, like with this like the six man with Sting and shit. It's like you could easily just put this one first. That's what it's I was like, thinking. First match. It has a bunch of garbage in it, anyways. So like, let like the ECW style fighting go, and then you go and have like a women's title match. Then you have a men's title match that are like fucking good wrestling matches. Like that'd be cool. You have a bunch yeah. of like quote-unquote garbage wrestling you know just fights and chains i i, I enjoyed the matches don't get me wrong yeah but, but yeah you know, they're like, not they're, people, yeah they're not technical masterpieces they're not supposed yeah. to be yeah yeah exactly let's let's talk about uh mox versus brian this is my mm-hmm. this this matches my kink man i love except Daniel for brian's smile when he's mm-hmm. about to get the bit shit beat out of him or to beat the shit out of someone the, the Same only- with moxley the only issue is having this much blood in this match and this mu- and that as much blood was, was like that punk blood. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was a lot of blood. Like two matches give would it be like that. Throw a round of applause for it. Yeah. I just think that like th- they were still too close to each other. Like, yeah. I, I hear you. I, it does take and, away. And, if you see Crimson and Mask once. to the end too. Mm-hmm. Like the main event, like a lot of stuff that happened in this show. Um, 
took away from that poor main event. This should have started the. I think this should have started the whole show. Like, yep. oh, that makes sense. That, and because also the pop at the end is just will get people riled up for the rest. Yeah, of the I act. do love that from the get go. This hotter start than Eddie Jericho, one hundred percent. Yeah, but yeah. this this is also main event caliber for AEW too. Well, and so. what I liked about this match was that it wasn't so much of like which one of us is the best wrestler. It's more of like can we can we work together in a way that we could end up like being a a, a team that helps this younger talent that maybe can takes we, a Jungle Boy Jack Perry and fucking polishes his ass up. Can baby. we almost kiss every three minutes? Yeah. Yes. Basically. Um, yeah, this, so I, I like that. That's the gimmick. It's not like I'm the best. No, I'm the best. It's more of like, can we fucking beat the shit out of it, each other to a point where we like each other? It felt like the only thing that these two men wanted to do more, like to me, it was more than beat the shit out of each other. Out of each other was get the shit beat out of them like they want like it was a competition to see like who could who could endure more, more shit who could yeah. more yeah. shit kicked out of them by the other guy and they just had to like entice the other guy into kicking the shit out of them there it's like an like this couple is into snm but they're yeah. both the subs <laughs> right right um brian had moxley in a hold and mox reversed it into a pin um so mox won and yeah, then they start brawling again and then who comes? Who comes? Not Veer. Not Veer. Not Veer. We need someone to break this up. And there is no one who can break this up. Gentlemen, please stop fighting. Papa. Exactly. Papa Regal. Bill Riggs. Big Riggs. Being the Papa. Lord Other Steven guts. Regal. Coming that, out to. He's a man. Is. 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 Uh, William Regal his, his real name or is that his shoot name? Steven Regal. Uh, his real name is uh, Steven uh, Regal, right? And he's no. going, he gets William. Does he get William Regal in AEW? Uh, I think it's because he had a, he owns, he, he has okay. his name okay. before, um, but he is, his name is actually Darren Matthews. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, that. yeah. Isn't there a wrestler named Darren Matthews after him? There's Darren right? Young. Or if Darren I just, Young. you've been saying Darren Matthews and I've been thinking of a child. I've, I've never said yeah, that. Yeah, you're thinking of Darren Young, the wrestler, and Corey Matthews, the uh, television uh, Yeah, character. I think so. I think I am. My friend Ben Savage. I used to talk to him on the phone with Chris <laughs> yeah. Channel. Yeah. Um, I fucking... The, the sight of Regal with uh, Moxley's blood all over his head from, like, yeah. headbutting him was fucking just great. It was and so just, fucking man, good. Like, they have all my besides the women, they have all my favorite parts of NXT except for Johnny. That's the one missing piece. And imagine got, if he joined well, this stable. And I mean Johnny and Triple H. But um <laughs> like I wouldn't want Gargano on this one. He would he would be he's not hey guys. he's not no they turn him into a man. <laughs> they turn him into a man. He's their young boy. He's just like what if Johnny you- Gargano comes in as a young boy? Do you like Star we all know Wars? he'd end up with goddamn best friends and be a geek, and I love the best friends, but all they do is fucking lose, and it makes me sad. It, yeah. It's it's a bummer, and Trent's fucking hot now. He deserves some wins. Trent's really for fucking real, real. good too, and he's what, been yeah. good. What if yeah. they steal Trent from best friends for this in this table? I just like I'm trying to imagine my favorite young boys for them, and I want it to look like a dojo. I want them to like all shave their heads, like. But Where, be just like the black trunks, yeah, just black trunks, except like a little more cultish because it's fucking Daniel Bryan, who's a very weird dude. You have to imagine. I was thinking about this with like 
you got Regal, and then of course you got Undisputed Era all up in AEW. Now you have Andrade, to imagine Malachi. Yeah, exactly, you have to imagine all the best parts. You have to imagine Triple H is just like, Dad, you gave all my toys away. You gave all well, my yeah. toys away. Now they're playing with them over there. You gave all my Tim's toys away are named a Butch. <laughs> yeah. You gave all my toys away, and I'm mad. I would hate it, dude. I would be so pissed if I was Triple H. Be like, that's all my fucking guys. But he can't I can't get that, that mad right now, or else his heart will explode. His heart will fucking explode. Yeah. He'll have another incident. Yeah, just. Just a bunch of years of work just down the fucking team. It really, though, honestly. It, but it, is it, Triple I mean, H trying to kill him? I mean, is Vince trying to kill him? Give him a little heart attack? Your heart, no. your heart went out. Now you're weak. I'm giving away all your toys. <laughs> you're not strong like I thought you were. You could have been my son. You're just like that. What about heart. me, Dad? Shut up, Shane. You're fucking. Ew, Shane. I told you to get out of here. Ew. How is your heart still good? I wanted you to be the sad one. How have I been poison- slowly poisoning you for years and yet you're still coming around to just breathe heavy as fuck? Fucking cockroach, Shane. Get out of here. Shane is a fucking cockroach. <laughs> um, yeah. Great match, though. Fucking, it was yeah, like, so good. William, to, William Regal at the fucking helm like, now, dude. Was in, we can go through move by move, but it's just like at the end of the day, it was exactly what you wanted from these days. <laughs> exactly. I it have, was violence. I have much less notes for good matches than I do for bad ones. <laughs> Same here, because at the end, like, I just like start, like I just watch them. I'm like, that was good. Yeah, it is a match like, like this. That you kind of are like, well, what, what, what else is there to say? Exactly like you were saying, it's like it's exactly what you would, would have expected. You have the best technical wrestler in the world, one of the best technical wrestlers in the world, one of the best brawlers in the world, the, and they're they're fucking complimenting each other. I up Oh, technical then, wrestler of the year award is named the the, Daniel, the Brian Danielson, Danielson award. And then one of the best so. television presences comes out. Yeah. Like, and the fact that the three of them it. have this mission to fucking like come together is like unstoppable. Like that's yeah. really a fucking needle mover. I think for me, for AEW, yeah. but it, like it makes me, I mean, I watched, Oh no, I didn't get a chance to watch this week, but I try to watch every week because it's like, this is my show now. Like, mm-hmm. It's it's not as good, not even close, in my opinion. To the I like NXT, NXT level up. That's my personal show of the week. <laughs> Mine's main event. <laughs> but um, it's just... one of the things I thought was funny on Wednesday was like Regal just putting over Brian like for minutes. He's like the definition. Of you're the everything. You're everything I wish I could have been. And then like and then like with fucking Mox is like you're crazy. And then. <laughs> 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 it's like, it was like one line about like and, Mox like being like unhinged or whatever, and then he's like, "Oh, right, and Brian, you're still really good." Like, goddamn! So Mox- like, that's is what still Mox just those three for now. Yeah, that's only okay, been a week. Okay. Um, that Mox wouldn't want him to say any more about him though. That's like it's kind yeah. of perfect. Like Mox would be like, "Ah, sh- shut up, shut up, William. Just, I, just let me smoke my cigarettes." Okay. Really did- shut up. It felt like to me too, like a way for it felt like a really genuine moment for William Regal to like thank Daniel Bryan for being like, you have made it so that my name keeps getting brought up when people talk about how good you are. Like you have kept my name in this realm to make it so I can be here. It felt like a really genuine like show of appreciation for someone like yeah. that. He really has helped out along the way. And Daniel Bryan has done or Brian Danielson has done so much to also keep William Regal's name and legacy alive too, intentionally. It's him. It's him and who was the the guy in the R- Wrestling Road Diaries, you say, who was a commentator for a little bit, I think, for NXT, who got injured or he retired or something. Corey Graves? No. 
Wrestling Road Diaries was was Colt Cabana, Brian Danielson, and a guy named Sal Renaro who was just. What's the second one then? That is Cliff Colt Compton. Cabana, Cliff Compton, and uh, Luke Gallows. Okay, then. Okay, this guy he was an NXT commentator. Uh, British. He loved British wrestling. Super oh, Nigel. Nigel. Nigel, Nigel yes, McGinnis? Yes. The sad story. Yeah. Nigel has sad Oh, story. that wasn't the Wrestling Road Diaries. That was his own just oh. depressing documentary. Yes. Yeah. And I the think Nigel documentary was so sad and I think he was so the, bitter. I think he's in the Daniel Bryan DVD I have a lot too. Yeah, I can see that. The yeah. Brian Danielson one. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He's also another like big regal guy. Yeah, and so the thing that sucks about this is just a tangent on Nigel. Well, I him and Brian were dumbest tangent. Uh, him and uh, Brian were getting signed together, but oh, um, Brian Lawler. Nigel, no, uh, Nigel's, uh, yeah, Nigel's body was all fucked yeah, up yeah, and yeah, like yeah, torn to shreds, and he never got his shot, and he couldn't really go on. He had to retire um, because he told the, the truth. truth. Yeah, because he told the truth, and it was just fucking depressing. Like his documentary that he made mm-hmm. is so sad because he is so bitter. He does not want to do it, but like, he kind of has to. But it's then true. It, that we. His WWE, like his Fed one, it's on the Peacock, I'm pretty sure. It is really good because he's come to terms with it and he's happy. And he gets to also be around wrestling again. And at the end of the day, that's all. Like, they just love wrestling. The, the, the commentary team that we had for a very short minute of Beth Phoenix, Nigel McGuinness, and Morrow. We, we had that at one point, right? They just, they just uh, mentioned Morrow's name on the, in my NXT journey. He, and, he's only doing commentary on, on the weekdays yeah. shows, not the takeovers yet, but yeah. I'm so stoked. I'm so stoked. Sorry. It's it, that team is unbelievable. Yeah. Yep. Like also I, I, I started absolutely loving when it was, uh, was it Tom, Nigel and uh, Percy? Yeah. I like oh, that Mauro, too. And Mauro, Nigel and Percy, like any of those were just, mm-hmm. yeah. it was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Percy ended up getting decent. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, Regal rocks. Yeah, Regal. Regal rocks, and Regal's all elite. Yep. Um, next match, blood and guts match. The uh, Andrade <laughs> Hardy family office of friends versus Sting, a predator, and Sammy Guevara. Um, piece I, of shit. Yeah, fucking yeah, two pieces of shit, and Sting, <laughs> who loves <laughs> the Lord, so it's probably a piece of shit. Fuck them all. Uh, I, I hope Sammy's grown and learned, but I don't know enough about him to know that. <laughs> he uh, still seems as grating as ever. He yeah. just said dumb stuff. At least he didn't hurt somebody. That's the thing. Shitty. Like I, I don't want to hold his fiance and got with Tenara very quickly, but they <laughs> yep. all like. But she's still friends with them, so like, I say, like, I, I don't know. Yeah, hey, good. I, I don't yeah. care about that stuff yeah. as much. Just like, yeah, but it's, just like, it's one of those red flags, like that. Yeah. Needs to just pay attention. Like, was there any overlap? It seems legit. You know, but inarguably, Darby Allen can go fuck right off. Yep. Uh, but um, that being said, I, gotta, I don't remember shit about this match other than fucking Sting going through multiple tables. It was just like an ECW brawl. They just did, uh, like they did like that Spanish fly off the thing. Like that they just did so much. Sucked. They oh. they just did so much shit in this match. That's right before the main event where we've already seen so much shit, and it's like it it, it starts becoming into that thing. It's like well. Now, like the main event has to try to top like a, a like a Spanish fly off of like part of the set, and then like a sixty-two year old man jumping off a balcony into tables. Mm-hmm. It's like you're really like by putting everybody doing so much shit, and then the super kicks to the face that you know sell 
in your mm-hmm. main event. They're just like it's like mm-hmm. who fucking cares? And here's the thing, like that that sting spot wasn't the finish. And that spot, a spot off the they call it the vomitorium off the entryway. <laughs> um it was the finish to TLC one or two. The one where Jeff Hardy went off um or no, that was the tables match that led to TLC. That's what yes, it was. it was the one that was at the Rumble. Mm. He does that to Bubba Ray. Yeah, that was the 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 tables match that then led to the TLC match at Mania. Um, like, mm. and that was the finish of that match. And then that wasn't the finish of this. And it, but it's not Jeff twenty three year old Jeff Hardy doing it. It's a fucking sixty three year old Sting doing it. it. This is another situation too, where the whole match was in the same with kind of the uh, the grab the brass ring mat ladder match was it It was all kind of in service for a different storyline uh where like that one was obviously setting up for shit with wardlow and mjf this one was just setting up for more dissension in the andrade hardy family office uh because like on wednesday they all it all turned they all broke up hardy got fucking booted out we don't have to we can get into some of the surprises after this but like uh the, the the match was inconsequential other than to be like oh yeah shit's getting dire for the ahfo uh, so I, I really don't remember too much about it other than it. Yeah, it was just an ECW style match, which I'll take. I'll take it. It did. I think the match did a disservice to the, the main event. Yeah, I think so, too. It was too much. It was too much right before a big uh, like kind of storytelling match. Especially if you're going to have a buffer match, like make it like put the hook match on here, you know, mm-hmm. where it's yeah, something fun. Like, the crowd kind of can get back into some shit after just seeing like like a, a fucking war with Mox and Brian, but so it's something a little bit more fun, lighthearted. QT Marshall can like sound like an idiot and that. So yeah. And then we have the main event. Adam versus Adam. Uh, Adam versus the Page. Also the, the crowd went into business for themselves here. They just were, mm. they just were trying to have like, just get yeah. themselves over. Yeah, with the other thing is like there was the crowd was already like tired from such a long show and then mm-hmm. like mentally drained from the match before this and like and just all the crazy shit that had been happening for three matches straight, you know, like mm-hmm. um and then there's also the fucking gimmick chant thing going on with it. Like yep. it was just like yeah, they were never going to be able to like hold their attention at this point. It, it was like the yeah. fucking Roman Reigns Triple H WrestleMania match. Like it was just like <laughs> long at the long and at the end of like a whole night's worth of shit. And so it, it feels even worse than it. I, like this was a good match, but it didn't feel that good. Like and just like that match <laughs> felt what, so long. Whatever, it just feels long. Mm-hmm. It felt so long. I really liked the matches. I love Adam Cole matches because they're just Shawn Michaels matches at this point. Yeah. Um, you and can Shawn Michaels definitely... is the best wrestler of all time. So, oh, he's not, but um, it's like you can just tell like he's gotten polished by some really good minds because he just, especially now, like in a big main event match and not just like beating John Silver on Rampage. Um, it's like, oh, Adam Cole's very fucking good, and it's yeah. like. He's he's really has stepped up, and a lot of his stuff that he does is um, awesome. I people who were ragging on like Gargano and Cole matches um, better not have anything good to say about this one because this was just as overindulgent. Um, it went. I felt like, and this was just because also just a super long show. 
It felt so long, and the end felt so so and so and so unnecessary. It's like wrapped up in the fucking thing. No selling, like almost every fucking thing. But it's like then we just like like those super kicks really don't mean shit because it's like we just saw a sixty-two year old man jump off the thing, and so it, it just was like, uh. and then like no selling the super kicks, no selling like Adam like Cole. Like yeah, it took like a lot to put him away, but like nothing he did ever put Paige away, and like he snowed like kicked out of all his finishes, made sure all those were done. So it was. Uh, I was disappointed. I was expecting a lot from it, and like I felt it was good up until like kind of towards the end. Then it just kind of went into that overindulgent mode mm. yeah. because like it went into overindulgent mode, and I was tired, but, but not. Mm-hmm. I'd say it wasn't as overindulgent as um, Cole and Gargano. But that one went to such a level that it was like elevated. Like it was yeah. like watching like fucking um like a hyper violent movie, like like fucking Robocop or like something or like anything like that that's like purposefully being or like John Wick, like those things that are like elevating violence, you know, being so over the top that's a different thing. That was Colin Gargano. This like was short of that, but still over an indulgent. Yeah. yeah. I ended up like, cause I watched this after work the next day and I uh, fell asleep, but I did uh, t- catch the end and I did see what I wanted to see, which was a buckshot lariat into a super kick. So mm-hmm. honestly, I was happy. And the, yeah. the moonsault in the super kick was even, I would say even better than the, that was a perfect uh, Adam Cole timed, perfect Adam Cole timed super kick when hangman's going for that oh, moonsault right in the fucking chin. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Loved it. So good. I, I thought there was a lot of, and I don't know, it, it does come down to, it happens in a lot of fucking Adam Cole matches, it seems like, but like there was some no selling of some pretty hefty ass moves there. Um, you said especially exactly coming from what, oh, they, what Isai and Zach were saying while you were in the bathroom. No, time. I was here the whole time. Okay. So yeah, we already covered it then. But mm-hmm. other than that, the whole match is good. Um, it, it, it led up to that successful like crescendo to a buckshot lariat. Mm-hmm. that you know what i was hoping for i was hoping for adam cole does do that so good though is any match well i mean it takes two to tango but most matches you see adam cole in, especially high profile he does such a good job of building to the climax that like i think he'll probably get more and more so uh, to me for. like it it went to like if you think about like just in terms of volume it, like they were turning it up and then they just kept going too much <laughs> And so it started peaking and then started blowing out the speaker a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's like the speaker yeah. blew out on this. Like for me, the speaker blew out. And it's so like by the end of not, it, like, it's like when you nut and they're still going. <laughs> n- no, <laughs> it's more like, like I said, it's like a speaker blowing out. And so it was, it was like, it was good and it was getting good and it was getting loud. That crescendo's there. But then they just kept going too far. Yeah. You know what You got to know when to release. Yeah. Exactly. Sometimes you got to know when to jizz. Exactly. And I feel like, the length of the show, the length of the match, everything that had happened before had kind of put that already like a little far. And so then then the like on a normal show, you have that match. It's gonna be fucking cool because you usually don't have like three matches with blood and dives and this, this and that and everything preceding mm-hmm. it, you know? So mm-hmm. I still don't think too it's like hard because I like Hangman Adam Page. I like him a lot. But I don't, he just does not have that same present, that same caliber of presence that Adam Cole has. So it is kind um, of hard to, to, to see. I, I, I don't know. I think 
Adam Page has a really good presence, but he's a babyface. Yeah, um, and Adam Cole has been a favorite for a long time. And like Page when is new. Adam Cole is like new. Yeah, Ada, he's I, new to the big the big leagues. But well, like new to the main event scene, he's new to being at this level. Um, Adam Cole is like top of the business level of charisma and like you know and just like just likability even like you either love him or you love to hate him and like an equal measure and like also, putting him I, against putting him against Adam Page right now does Adam Page no favors like because Adam Page is good but not this yeah also like Cole was learning from like guys like Triple H who are like who like love him or hate him everybody knows that Triple H like as far as like psychology wise was one of the best and like always could present his, he could always present his character in very specific ways and got that over to the fucking moon every time and went all in with it. Like even like when he was doing poo poo pee pee jokes (laughs) in DX 2.0, it's like, it was still like, like he felt that it was still real and like Mm. his charisma oozed off of it. Even as he's there talking about dicks as just as Vince McMahon. And like being able to sit under that kind of learning tree for Cole, like, like and it's not a knock like, like coming up in any other way, but it's like how much Cole talks about how huge that was in his career. You can see mm. that shit and how big it is now. Cause I loved Cole before he signed. I thought he was a star then. I think he's even more of a star and he's even better now. And I'm like, Oh fuck. Like this dude could, carry it like this dude can legit carry a company yeah, yeah. absolutely because it's like he's been learning that from triple h and also learning to do that same level of character work in ring from Shawn michaels yep mm-hmm. what the, best the fuck of all time like yeah exactly and triple for the h. world of like uh for hangman page i'm more interested to see like they were te- you know kind of teeing it up on dynamite that the next sort of obstacle page is going to have to face is is his friendship with the dark order he's now at a a high level he is now at the the pinnacle of the 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 title holders position that you can have uh and his friends were like hey we'll have your back in that title match dude you're not good enough to tag with me and he's like uh actually yeah i i know i got some i got some other guys and they're like okay well maybe we'll see you later then you know and uh it's just that's going to be the next sort of like story i think is how is he going to handle the big time now that he's now that he's on top i already know where this is going it's page and the bucks versus cole and red dragon yeah well perfect triples match sure sure but like uh you know as far as like narrative character arc stuff goes he's got oh they they, they were they, they teased it like all that shit exactly like on on dynamite uh, that's uh, all saying the bucks like with the bucks like oh with cole with the no, like yeah, like Cole's gonna go with Dragon and then uh Red Dragon and then Paige is gonna be at the Bucks. Like that's what they're they're going for. Like with the friends like and shit. I don't like that. No, that's perfect. <laughs> I don't like it. It makes the most sense. Sucks. <laughs> um yeah, that was the show. Um Revolution, wasn't yeah. it? And wasn't it though? It revolutionized it, though. uh women's wrestling. Yeah, they need to do better. I'm sorry, but I can't keep waiting for 2020. Yep. I'm sorry. It's 2022. They've been a company for a while. Three years, dude. I keep dude. forgetting that. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, they're new. It's maybe because they've only been good for like six months. <laughs> Debatable. It's like, when did NST 2.0 start? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, no, it's like they, they do like the things that they care about and they want to do well, they do well. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. I think, what's gets frustrating yeah. is that it's like, oh, like maybe put like, like just a little bit of care. It was well worth the $60 I paid. Wink, 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 wink. Yeah, it's like you have the ability to tell a cool story, so do it. Yeah, do it. And then don't give us lip service if you're not going to do it. That's the that's the worst thing is to like try to defend uh, yourself against criticism and then not even attempt to to change what people are criticizing you for. But and also don't don't, don't send racist after a black woman when she criticizes Ugh. you. Also, yes. Yeah. Right. Seriously, completely. They dropped the ball every step of the way. I thought it was going to get better when Cody left. And now I'm like, God damn, someone <laughs> Cody wasn't the problem. I guess not. Because it was well, it was a problem, but not that. It was a different yeah. problem. It was different with Cody because everything he says sounds like a gimmick, whereas Tony Khan is a real human being, kind of. With the, he's, he's he not signs character. the checks. He signs yeah. the checks. Yeah. He's not a character, and he's saying stuff that Cody would say. So it's dumb. It's yeah. all dumb. AW fucking. So the longer he talks, the more he sounds like Bernie Sanders. <laughs> it's true, dude. Well, and honestly, like I. I agree. I think there's only a, and maybe it's just because we've been doing this for a while. And like, I was so on board, you know, like when we first started doing this show with watching WWE every week and just loving the characters and getting into it. I think just as we watch more and more the, the, the huge presentation that comes with a, uh, a multi-million dollar wrestling company, I do think is always going to kind of have its limitations. Like there's so many people that we love there, but they're, they're catering to way too large of an audience to give us everything we want. Uh, and so I, it has been kind of a, a fun journey diving more into seeing what's going on more like locally, regionally and stuff where it's like, I can just get behind these people and root for them and not have to feel like I'm also contributing to uh, this like massive corporation who's like doing shit that obviously doesn't align with the shit they're saying as far as being progressive and, and changing the fucking world of pro wrestling with inclusion. Like, you know okay, what is dude. cool, Matt? What's um, cool, man? watching old NXT takeovers and watching a small change actually progress in a, in a company. Yeah. Watching people get better, watching them sign cool people, man. It takes time. I'm having the best time doing this research. It Mm -hmm. it takes time, but it's just like like they themselves a disservice by Mm -hmm. promising the world. Yeah. You can be two great wrestlers, have a great match, but if there's not story there or, or the people behind you aren't also hyping it up, then you can only, attain a certain level of like hype for it yep yeah and like the hype bros aren't around anymore so unfortunately we just need a little more mojo don't get hype or stay hype anymore also is mojo gonna start controlling his narrative we can start talking about that now that oh yeah is he, is he part of that i don't know that he's I gonna don't... ever wrestle again he had COVID, long covid for like 13 Ooh, months damn yeah he thought he was Yikes, dude fucking killer cross is all fucking control your narrative that's for sure well, so, contr- so control your narrative is a promotion that is started by big uh, strong man. Is that his new name? Uh, Titan Adam Shear. Um, we got Ethan Carter the Third, EC Three, the Essential Character Three. Checks out. Michael Michael Hutter. <laughs> How did he end up um, owning that name? How did Derek he- Bateman? I, I've never considered that before. Like, um, Impact Dixie just gave I- it to him. It, yeah, his, his aunt Dixie. No, um, Impact pretty much let anybody like take their names from that time. I can remember like the weird like Anthem sale from like Panda Energy. Yeah, and Jarrett had it and Corgan had it and all this the, shit. Um, 
they released like if you had a gimmick with them, you can use it. That's Did how Matt Ch- Hardy was also able to get his okay. broken stuff. That's right. I just like the oh, Chelsea Green does really? not quite get that because she was like I've never heard her use. Whatever. I don't think she wants to use Laurel Van Ness. Fair Real enough. quick, speaking of Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy came out on oh, Wednesday. Yeah. He debuted on Wednesday. Did yep. he? Uh, this feels like the old times. We haven't recapped in a while. Um, they was it the old Hardy Boys theme or yeah, was it uh, it's public Hardy domain? Boys theme? It's what public. Do- it? That that song is what was. Oh, always it's public the domain. one that I hear on Ink Master. Mm. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that song uh, was. All, um, so if you own a, there's like this giant collection of music that it came yeah. from, like, and that's what they had to license. There's apparently a couple other really funny things in part of that collection. There's a hardcore know, Hollies. Hardcore Hollies theme is part of that co- same collection. So. Also, the beginning of a Slipknot song is like a sample from a bunch of public no names. Yeah. It's the same reason why. Um. Uh, it's only Sonny's music. You'll hear it in all their stuff every once in a while because it's public domain music because they had no budget the first season. Um, mm-hmm. like it, ah, so it's like the yeah. same same idea. So anyone just buys this giant library of music and then just scrolls through looking for a song that fits. They don't know it's also famously used by you know the Hardy Boys or on It's Only Sunny, like stuff like that. Yeah. And so they yeah they bought that. And so I love that everybody's getting beaten down and he's still so fucking dance. doing the diet. He's just dancing. It's like, I don't it's give a very, shit. My brother's getting his fucking ass kicked. Dude. I'm it's very, here. it's very, it's very fed to me because I remember Rhea Ripley did that. Oh, I hate that. She did her little stomp all the fucking she, shots. Like, she was getting her ass whooped. Getting her ass beat. But then also like they were up against time <laughs> and they were like about to go off the air in like 40 <laughs> seconds. And like, she still does her stomp. I gotta get my fed. brutality moment. The, 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 Entrances in the pandemic era before they figured out what they were supposed to do were insane. Like Roman Reigns walking up slowly and looking all around the arena, like the crowds <laughs> there. Like once they got it figured out, it was great. But man, and then man. when it was just like th- like six wrestlers behind plexiglass for a minute, yeah, and yeah, they were man. still doing the full entrances. And then, then God, I miss Bailey. I miss Pam. Yeah, back, Biggie he was the best. Big E was the best because he like would roll down the ramp and yeah. shit. <laughs> and I heard that and fucking Bailey just yelling at Michael Cole all the time. Like, yeah, like I can hear you. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, is Nia Jax trying to control your narrative? No, she's, she's never going to wrestle again. Either. She said she's never going to wrestle again and that she's like happy for that. And the world's like, we are too, dude. Yeah, you are scary is. in the ring. You're so safe. this is a um, so control your narrative is a promotion um, that says they're like not affiliated with any political party or ideology. Um, then why do I associate are... them so strongly with fucking QAnon? Why do because I associate that, that them is so also like QAnon. the vibe that they give off that 100%. they're like that they're is, trying to? Um, is that dude there? The Drake? Drake? He's not. He's too far off for even them. Damn. Um, <laughs> they. They. Well, Bobby. I bet he, Bobby wants to work there real bad. He. He's probably like. Um, like for a while in TNA where R- Russo was hired, but they had to be secretive about it. <laughs> and then they found out that they had hired Russo and then other people got fired for that <laughs> secret yeah. Russo. Dude, we can never have a secret Russo. Because owl energy never wanted to have like anything to do business wise with Russo. So they just kept it a secret. And, and Spike TV didn't either. And then yeah. they lost their Spike TV deal because they're fucking idiots. Um, but yeah, so they're like they're very like like it's like all oh, these corporate greed and this this and that, and then like they're using also their name to fucking 
push like control your nutrition like supplement and spice oh and nfts yeah and nfts oh my god oh my god if alex jones shows up i will shit my pants because they're running their show they're running their shows in like the in like the event rooms of like honky tonk bars which i think is rad as fuck that's sick but it's also like what are you doing dude i had a friend that went to it and uh they said they're the, definitely the only person wearing a mask. They're like, yeah. everything's freedom of choice and this kind of shit. Because your friend wasn't just, out there controlling his own narrative. Just, it's it's everyone, definitely just Joe Rogan, the wrestling show. Everyone yes. comes out so proud to be an American. It's did just they Joe have Rogan, everyone do, the wrestling show. Like, that's did they what not, it is. Did I dream this? I thought they, they started the event off with like people fucking doing like the Pledge of Allegiance or National, like fucking taking their shit off, hat off for a national anthem or something. I mean, probably because Braun's there. I might have been dreaming it, but I feel like I heard that. But um, yeah, it's a dumbass <laughs> promotion, a, dude. <laughs> a gun versus about gun control, match. Control your narrative, yeah. The right to bear arms. Um, and then so like they have people like like people we talked about. They have Weston Blake, the former Wesley Blake. They got Carrie oh, okay. Cross. Um, the big signing that they just did, and I'm very sad about this one, is. Uh, a guy that we know Samoa as Fandango. Joe. Oh, really? No, what? But Breeze? his name? No, Fandango. Oh, okay. Dango. That, that makes more sense than Breeze to me. Okay. But uh, his name there is apparently going to be the Violator, because it just says, like on his promo picture, it just says, "Control your narrative," and then Violator at the top. So I mean, look, we can't control his narrative. I've learned that. But look, that's awful. That's a really bad move. That's a bad call. Also, they they sign people like Austin Aries and shit, and they're like mm. they're against cancel culture, and like you're not getting canceled here. And this and is for people with a uh, white man without the voice, I guess. Lo, lo, maybe, I hope they sign low key. I really maybe, hope they sign low key. <laughs> maybe that's Dango's just trying to get paid, and no one else will do it. Like him, I, him, him, and uh, Derek Bateman, Ethan Carter were like really good friends. And and oh, okay. So. Oh, and so because they, they spent a lot of time weird together. together. Yeah, and, and it's also like when they're twenty, so maybe like their political ideologies and everything have kind of went different paths. But it's like, oh, it's my buddy Mike. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. I, I hope that I really hope that that gimmick is him making fun of the fact that he can't even do that gimmick in yeah in this company because that yeah. that I could see him working on that level. It's like he does but, seem self aware enough to know that doesn't sound good, but well. I guess time will tell. I'll read about it because I sure as shit ain't going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. the only thing I watch these days. <laughs> CYN. The are only you, thing I watch these days is Total Divas. Are you creating uh, Control Your Narrative in 2K22? Yes. Because <laughs> oh, you yeah. can, right? Like, says, like you, can do, you, can, you can do anything you want. There's so many wrestlers in there that are not outside anymore. It's very weird. Yeah. It's very yeah, strange. Um. <laughs> Yeah, very, very odd. I, d- I just realized we never talk weekly anymore. And this is going to no. be a rare chance we have to uh, yeah. talk weekly. Talk um, about Stone, Cold Butch. Steve- Butch. Oh. Stone Cold Steve Austin is a. Uh, he's coming. He's not necessarily having a match, but he's going to have a fight. Be in- involved in a KO show. Yeah, it's so uh, weird the way they're saying it. Like, God. I think it's because they're waiting for Austin to tell him, hey, this is what I want to do. Like, this is what I'm comfortable doing. Stone Cold's a known perfectionist. He said this millions of times. That if he would ever come back, he'd want to make sure that it would be, uh, it would be um, like fitting for his legacy. 
live up to his name. So it apparently he's. And it can't be better than the Rock match, but like it could be Kevin better o- than the last one. It could okay. be. I, the last, I think that story of the last one is perfect. Yeah, but yeah. This yeah, could be a. This could be a like fitting addendum to that. Yeah, basically with yeah. with uh, against Kevin, which is exciting. They're brawlers. They they want to punch and kick. But this I can also a, see a from his stunner match. From what it also yeah. seems like, though, is like I mean, it's not like they've been planning this for months with Steve Austin. It's been like he's been approached within like a month or two of WrestleMania to be like, "Hey, do you want a match?" Which I can see why that would be like, "Why don't fucking put me in that position?" But like, apparently, he's doing a lot of cardio, so they're it's making it seem like it's not just like a boot and stutter interview segment. Like that's yeah. actually going to be something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I, it's probably going to start out as like the Kevin Owens show, and they're going to do that hopefully to just be like kind of taper some expectations a little bit, but then it's probably going to be like rock versus hopefully not in length, but the way the match came together, rock versus uh checks notes, Rowan, the rocks last match. What? Wow. The rocks last match was that. Yeah. It was that mania against Eric Rowan. Six seconds. Whoa. Short one. Why? Were um, they pushing Rowan? A- no, it was the last second thing. Um, the rock couldn't actually be insured to have a real match. Um, oh. but every single person in the world was hurt. He was supposed to have a match against triple H at that mania. Originally, mm. that was the original plan. Um, if you go okay. back to WrestleMania 31 sting versus triple H, okay. there's they, they, they set up the rock versus triple H for the next year. Just shit didn't work out. Um, everyone's want- hurt at that, that mania. So that makes me want rock Roman even more. If like that's going to happen, it'll be in a year. If that's how his career ended, like. No, I think that's perfect. Last match and just turn it to Roman. Oh, (laughs) they're going to have a graphic that's like just Rowan's name. And then just the W just turns around. (laughs) (laughs) I wish that's how they did. Like instead of like, uh, like the superstar shakeup that they would do, they would do trades. And it's like, uh oh, Eric Rowan has been traded from raw. Who did SmackDown get? Then the W just changes over. <laughs> it's a spinner belt graphic comes up and spins. Um, they, or they just gr- draft gimmicks and now Roman's a Vintner. Oh, fuck yeah. Honestly, I'm getting hyped for Mania. We Me get, too. It's, the great, it's, get, a spe- no- it's stupendous, dude, or whatever they're calling it. Knoxville versus Sami Zayn for the IC, Ricochet. Well, the IC title. Ricochet yeah, has Ricochet. the title. Yeah, Ricochet's the Intercontinental Champion, which is sick. Yeah, we got Finn as the U.S. Champion, which mm-hmm. is sick. And him versus in him versus uh, um, Priest other, is gonna be fucking. Yeah, Priest is gonna be good. great. Demon versus Priest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. This this mania is shaping up to be fun, and it's and Becky Pat Bianca, right? Gonna be there. Or is it yeah. Charlotte Bianca? Okay, shit's Charlotte, Charlotte Ronda. Yeah, Charlotte Ronda Rousey. Uh, dumb. And yeah, and Patty Patty M's gonna be there fighting uh, Cody or Austin. Austin, Austin it's Austin Theory. Uh, the Seth is still waiting for a match, and apparently the one that is <laughs> still being negotiated, still waiting for it, being negotiated is against Seth and Cody. So like Seth just did like a social media blackout thing, and so mm. we'll see. Um, see what happens. Uh, fucking- Vince, Vince has been very secretive, like in the last year with him mm. and Bruce Pritchard fabing the fucking creative team and the people who work there mm-hmm. and not telling them shit. Yeah. So but great work. I, environment. I, we'll fucking see. I fucking love Meltzer's concept that Cody is pillmaning right now. Like, because he already got 
like what is he who is he put like pillmaning who is he like saying like oh they're gonna offer me more money because this he already like lost his job basically he's just out there floating in the ether he has no yeah he's still just cashing in on those fucking roads to the top and know, AEW pretty much proved like hey we don't necessarily need you yeah mm-hmm. they just that's all they did is like yeah I mean, like we kind of like it better without you yeah like that's just the most nonsensical thing i've ever heard in my life but also that would maybe be par for the course that's pretty true to character for cody rhodes and cody also Reynolds. it's par for the par for the course for Meltzer, maybe having like a little bit of information and then making up his own like thing yeah. after it because yeah. the part of the thing is it's like oh he's weighing his options from every company mm-hmm. and then he turns it into this you know and, uh, he's going to show up he's, at ring of honor he's lever i would not be surprised actually if he showed up at ring of honor and like was like basically the new like you know big boss man to be not actually the rest of big boss man but like big <laughs> Ooh, you know what else though i wouldn't yeah. be surprised if he's angling for a long-term fucking dumbass thing where he signs a one-year contract with WWE, does a, a little run there to make a, a buck. Now he comes back to AEW, and because he left and comes back, he, he's severed the rule where he can't challenge for the AEW championship <laughs> anymore. Hey, it would actually, for the first time in his career, be true that he went from un, undesirable, because no one wanted him in AEW anymore, to if he pulled that off, he would be pretty undeniable. And now he comes back and he's like, I hit the reset button, I can f- challenge for your title now. Also, like, holy, okay. holy I shit, ended actually, racism yeah. again. Yeah, I had another mixed race child. <laughs> I was out there defending the the human race with my dick, <laughs> <laughs> with my dink, and that's all there was to with it. My American yep. dick, <laughs> and that's where we'll oh, leave you, dear audience. My, that's where we'll leave my you. My red, white, and blue-blooded dick. Mm, go to the doctor. So before we started recording, uh, Matt was talking about his grandpa just fucking. I mean, we're late enough in the podcast that I would just say, if my grandpa's listening, I I hope you're um, happy and healthy in every way possible. Like, and Kit Kat. Break, well, no, gotta go, dude. Oh, <laughs> Matt's gotta grandpa go. trying to break himself off a piece of that. No, I would never say that Kit about Kat my own grandfather. It. I would never say such he, a thing about my did. grandfather. He did. Mm-hmm. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, and that only lives and dies in our memories. <laughs> uh, but he just implied that he did. No, yeah. I didn't. That's stop. No, he didn't. That's that's it. That's Lawyered. Plus, dude, no, I didn't. That's the show. Again, thank you everyone for the outpouring of love about Terry Funk, and uh, enjoy our upcoming. Bryson? No, everybody, and um, but especially Bryson and Eddie Kingston. Also, uh, enjoy that here soon. We'll be diving into our first little fun series about Mr. NXT. Not just Mr. NXT, it's NXT. The greatest wrestling show that has ever happened. Um, And the greatest game show that has ever happened. No. It's too good. Fuck, dude, it's true. (laughs) It's got the mileage on it, too. Taskmaster, that's the best game show. I've heard good things about Taskmaster. That show fucking rips. Um, yeah, but do they have a, a little microphone? No. Yes, sometimes. Actually, I'm oh. sure they have it sometimes. That's they a got Alex mics. Thing. Um, I want the little one on the big stick, though, like Bob Barker. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, thank you. Oh, a tree fort live soon. Uh, free. Um, all you need come, to know, baby. Come if That's you all you need to know, motherfucker. If you feel comfortable, our set will be specifically requiring a, a you know wearing of masks. 
Yeah, and we're in the same room as like the big podcasts that were actually talked about in the email, even though we've we should have been. Um, so it's there's going to be a lot of room. So yeah, it'll be easy to sit away from people you don't want to sit by. For sure, we're we're doing what we can to make it feel as safe as possible and welcoming for yeah, everyone because for- we know that they're whatever's going on with with Tree Fort. You know, they're yeah. making decisions to open things up, and that's their decision to make. But for our uh, fuck them. Our set for our our set of things we can control. We're gonna we're gonna do what we can to make it as, yeah. as make it we're as safe as, as possible. So we will be requiring that uh, masks are worn indoors in the room. But also, yeah, like, it's a big fucking a, room. Also, views and opinions that may have been shared by me are not all about what the genuine wrestle boys as a whole are no. about. Yeah, I mean, but, genuine wrestle boys as a whole are very <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what? Fuck them, dude. <laughs> but fuck them, but come watch us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come watch us. It'll be fun. It's free. You don't even have to give them money. Um, yeah. yeah. You just give, give us the money you would Please. give them. Give us the yeah. money. Just, yeah. Come to the show and give us the money. Yeah. Give us the money. We have Banner now. Give us the money. Yeah. Look at Banner, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> um, we should yeah. have a mission accomplished Banner up behind us as well. <laughs> yes, we should. <laughs> yes, okay. Family love, um, Michael. Thank you. Thank you all for listening. Um, Shawn Michaels is the greatest wrestler of all time. No. And Hallelujah. Uh, no, we're not Says ending the, it like that. Says That's how I've been ending the it for least weeks. Amount of wrestling. Hey, guess yeah. what he sized? So Never. do I. <laughs> hey, show us your coolest Shawn Michaels shirt versus your coolest Bret Hart shirt. Oster. <laughs> yeah. Darren I, Oster. I have three Bret Hart shirts and zero Shawn Michaels. Well, shirts. well, I have friggin the well. title, and I say Shawn Michaels looked a lot hotter with it than Bret did. Yeah, God, Bret had it in '92, and he was in girly was magazines. Uh, yeah. See Shawn Michaels with this white belt. He, was a, he still had the mullet. It was covering his penis, he right? Did. Anyway, because he was naked and it was covering up his Johnson. Shawn Michaels is the best wrestler of all time. Brett. And Russell Boys 316 says Matt Brett. wishes Matt hopes his grandpa fucks. Brett was an adulterer. He can't be the greatest. <laughs>